You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is Sergio Anello of the Early November, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Look at you. This is Ace. This is Nick from the Lumberyard Recording, Recording. and you are listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. We fish and chips. (laughs) Fish and chips. Hi there, this is Mick Waits, the owner of Four Horses, makers of Kid Trip, Miles and Kilo, and Digger Dan DX. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 100 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Mom and Dad, we made it. This one's for you guys. Thank you so much to everybody who has tuned in over the last 100 episodes, more like 127, but this is episode 100 of We Podcast and We Know Things, the century mark. We have made it to the promised land. I would have never thought we would have got here. If you would have told me when we started day one, we would be, I mean, you know, we're oh well over 100 by now with our bonus, episodes, like you said, but it's, it's insane. And the neatest part about this is that every episode we're still getting new listeners people are still finding us for the first time so if you are new to the podcast we are your single source for all of the nerdy news and gaming tv film music and all things pop culture we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time be sure to hit that subscriber follow button like a ton of you have uh, on all of your podcast services itunes Castbox, stitcher uh, iHeartRadio, spotify tune in wherever you're listening to the show we thank you uh, all of our cast box listeners, they did migrate all of the subscribers over from the old page to the new one. Better late than never. So we have not lost any subscribers. We've actually gained a few more. So thank you to everybody who's uh, hung in with us there during that cast box thing. Um, and continue to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. But we would also appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes, Castbox, wherever. Uh, one star, three star, five star. We're going to read them all in the air. We just want your honest feedback. Without your feedback, we can't make this show better. We've added segments to the show over time because of your feedback, and we'll continue to do so because feedback is the breakfast of champions. You guys basically control us. <laughs> one one-star <laughs> review. We'll change the whole show. That's it. We, we just won't have a show. One-star review. We quit. No, no. Come on. I never thought we'd be at 100, man. This is insane. Um... I, I mean, I did. I did think we'd beat 100, but I did uh, the sports show, The War Room, for a couple years. Three or four years, and that was like so crazy. And I just I didn't want to do sports anymore because it's your opinion versus somebody else's opinion, and they are You're not going to change. Always going to clash. Yeah, they are not going to change. And, and then if you agree, it's like, what the hell? It's either you <laughs> argue or it's not good audio. So I uh, really wanted to do something different, and, and we're very lucky to have this show um, where – you know, I told you I listen back to old episodes all the time, and God forbid, God forbid, <laughs> you should do yourself no. the, the favor. If you can't sleep one night, it'll put you right to bed. <laughs> it's it's good background noise. Yeah, it's uh. So Sam, what makes you a nerd? Well, I like comics. That's it. <laughs> oh, right. Is that true? Great. Let's talk about Suicide Squad. It was it was rough. Oh, I'll, I'll never go back. Ever. I listened to it once back in the day. That's it. It was actually the the one of the guys out there, Mike, who's listening. He's trying to catch up. So you're probably hearing this in like 
September. More power to you, Mike. But he started from episode one, and he has texted me and that. said, he's like, dude, you can tell yeah. like the progression of the show from episode one. That's awesome. And to about 45 is where, you, where we really start to hit our stride. So we apologize. We found our voice, as they say. We apologize for the first 44 episodes <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> uh, we would appreciate, again, if you would follow us on social media. That's Instagram, at we podcast and we know things, all one word. On Twitter, at we pod and we know we're almost at 500 twitter followers so please help us get over that hump uh just we podcast so we know things on facebook we have a patreon where if you uh, support us monetarily we give you back rewards every single month it's patreon.com slash we podcast and we know things all one word thank you to all 10 of our patrons We'll shout you out at the end of the show. We have a store now where you can get your We Podcast We Know Things merchandise. Uh, that would be shop.spreadshirt.com slash We Podcast We Know Things. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash We Podcast We Know Things. The link to that is in all of our social media bios and is also on our website, We Podcast We Know Things.com. Instagram handles everything's in our bio. Literally everything. You couldn't, if you wanted. To talk to us about something or find us somewhere, you can do it yeah. in the links <laughs> in ways. our Instagram and Twitter bios. It's all right there. Um, also, the website, too, is a pretty good spot for all of that. Um, but just wanted to talk a little bit about our partners real quick before we dive into the episode today. Um, we are part of the We Be Geeks podcast network, so it's WeBeGeeksPC.com. The fantastic folks over at We Be Geeks and the 20-something other shows that accompany us on that network. We really appreciate it. Uh, driven a lot of traffic to the show. Awesome people. Great, great partnership to have, so we appreciate that. Uh, same can be said for the ESO network, so it's ESOPodcast.com. Fantastic group of guys over there, Mike and Mike, uh, helping us out, having us on their show as well. Uh, met a bunch of podcasters through that, have done guest appearances on like the Pop Culture Cosmos and the Apron Work podcast, and just a bunch of cool things uh, through these partnerships. We really appreciate it. We also have a partnership going right now that's ending pretty soon. Uh, with Studio. Studio is an audio company. They make earphones, headphones. Uh, they're a fantastic, fantastic company. We're wearing them right now. Uh, if you go to their page, anything that you want to purchase, and if you need a new pair of stylish headphones, because they're not just awesome headphones, they're a really cool fashion accessory. If you go to studio.com, check out any of their headphones or earphones at checkout. If you type in WePod, that's it. W-E-P-O-D, one word, no spaces. You get 15% off your entire order. You can't beat that. Who's better than us? You can't beat that. And it's awesome, awesome, awesome quality uh, for your buck, and they'll ship it quick because I got mine, and they shipped damn near next day. It was awesome. You got to love two-day Prime shipping. <laughs> uh, we also had a couple of interviews that we did recently. Last week, we got to interview the awesome dudes in Con Etiquette uh, for about 45 minutes. Really funny dudes. And um, we can't wait to unveil the intro that they sent yeah. to us for our show. It was, it was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So uh, we're going to save that one uh, probably for next week for 101. But man, <clears throat> man, those dudes were really funny. Yeah. That, was, that was definitely, it's a good listen. Definitely check it out. Yeah, they had some funny stories about uh, 4 a.m. and hot tubs yeah. and, <laughs> and um, eating shit at shows and 
uh, giving away a pair of jeans. That, that was like one of my favorites. We gave away a pair of jeans. <laughs> yeah. Mitt Romney don't pay no tax. Oh, shit. A really good conversation with those dudes. Uh, the three guys in con etiquette. We highly suggest you check that out. That's going to be the episode right under this one in our iTunes feed. And then the episode right under that one, we had Fillmore, uh, host of Nick Arcade, producer, writer, extraordinaire, and all-around hilarious guy who arguably gave us the best intro, though, that we've ever heard. Yeah, no, wait, I think you put it on, what, the last episode? 99? Yeah, episode 99. Oh, dude, I heard it. I was like, that was pure gold. He took the Nick Arcade theme song and freestyled over it yeah. with our names and the show name. Yeah, that, that was freaking... We were completely stunned. I still sing it in my head, <laughs> and I know the words. <laughs> it's Phil Moore, the Nick Arcade Man, and you're listening to Greg and Sam from the We Podcast, and we know things, y'all. Yeah, dude, hundred dude, that was pretty good. Yeah, he even says the We Podcast, yeah. we know things. I love it. I loved every second of it. That was a friggin' fun interview. Yeah, if, if you watched Nickelodeon back in the day, if you were an '80s or '90s kid, I'm pretty sure you watched Nick Arcade. Definitely check it out. Yes, yeah, it, uh, it started in '92, went to '94, but it was in syndication all yeah. the way into the mid 2000s. It was like 84 episodes, yeah, I believe. and it was just. It was so funny. I watched two this morning. So friggin' yeah. funny that interview. He had us in stitches in the 15, 20 minutes before we he went on the Sometimes air. Sometimes they're the best like conversations yeah. you can have. Yeah, and then right before we and then even right after we went off the air and, and just had some good conversation. But even the stuff he said on the air when he was like, "Yeah, I went to lunch with Kurt Fogg, who did Legends of the Hidden yep. Temple, and then Mike O'Malley, who was Guts, and then what other show did he do later in life? The the comedy." Oh, well, that's when he was open. And I know he mentioned Mark Summers. But I just checked out his Instagram. He, he literally had the Hidden Temple. It was um, no, Double Dare and him. But I mean Mike O'Malley. What show did he oh, do? Oh, um, Yes, Dear. Yes, Dear. Thank you. And then he had Mark Summers with him, too. So the four of them, like Nickelodeon going out to lunch. And then he got called out by Shaq in the yeah. car. And they, it's funny because he, he put, like, a, there's a picture of Mike O'Malley back in the day. But he had hair. So oh, yeah. I didn't even recognize that's him. That's the only Mike O'Malley I know. I see. I only know him bald yeah. from yesterday. That's it. <laughs> and uh, and he's, he was also a writer for Shameless also. Yeah. And then, dude, it's so crazy. that He's just like, yeah, Shag rolled down his window and yelled, yo, Nickelodeon. <laughs> like at me. It's a really cool interview. A nice insight yeah. into the the back of, the backstory of Nickelodeon in the 90s. So any 90s kid, any gamer, any game show fan. Um, dude, this really fun. For you. Really fun interview. We, we, we would love to. For you to go back and check that out, too. And then we have another bonus episode dropping a little bit later this week. So when you're done this one, you have three different bonus episodes to go listen to right away. Where we're going to have Mick Waits from Four Horses Games on the show. If you remember, Four Horses Games is the developer and publisher of Kid Trip, a game I've raved about. And then most recently, Miles and Kilo, which a couple episodes ago I read my written review on it. Uh, we're going to have him on the show. He is, again, the developer, the publisher, the everything of Four Horses Games. We're really looking forward to this one because I probably went a little too overboard on the amount of questions. That makes sense. And, and plus, I you know, saw you tweet out that you, know, you beat the game only six deaths. So I'm interested to see what he says about that. And maybe we'll have a race between you two. Yeah, it is an insanely hard game. Beat it with six deaths. It got all That got me the last achievement. I think I'm the first person in the world to get all 20. I'll talk to him about we'll it. We'll find out. We'll find in like out. Two hours. It's on the. It's in the questions. <laughs> yeah. Like, ha, has anybody uh, sent you this? And if he says yes, I'll be dejected. Of course, I'll be disappointed. But I'm still one yeah, of the damn best. You're definitely at least in the top. I'm, five. I'm in. What do they say? Something company. Uh, I don't know. It's a store company, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but we have the trivia today. We have a lot of the uh, big stories. 
to talk about because this is San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, we are in the midst of it. We're right in the middle of it. Friday had a bunch of awesome news dropping. We are recording on Saturday, July 21st. So uh, today's going to have a ton of trailers dropping and a whole bunch of news. Anything that we, you know, we have to have a cutoff, but anything that doesn't drop uh, now we're going to cover next week. So in the next two weeks, your entire San Diego Comic-Con experience can be had audibly with we podcast and we know things we got you yeah we we will always got you yeah uh but we have a bunch of stuff to talk about for comic-con some crazy uh some some crazy firing in the mcu that we want to yeah. talk about um uh, we're going to go to the movies the tv gaming sam has a show review we went to a concert the other night have some comic stories one quick quick wrestling story and then our pick of the week our 100th actually it's not i don't know when we started the pick of the week but <laughs> our 100th episode yeah. pick of the week and then we're going to get out of here and on to the interview but we'll start off with trivia it is 4.5 to 1.5 sam i don't care who goes first i'll, I'll lead us off because <clears throat> i was iron man one and everything came on the other day so that's where i got my trivia question ouch before agent nick fury promoted phil colson oh, yeah. what was his clearance level i need the choices i'm not even gonna lie Okay, before I give you the choices, I'll say it's in between 1 and 15. Does that help you? I'll give you help. So you I don't want to say it's answers. like 4, so just I'll take the choices. Okay, you have A7, B8, C10, D11. Good, I was wrong with 4. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to help you. 7, 8, 10, 11? Right? Yeah. 7, final answer. Incorrect. 8? It was 8. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. You just had to double your four, bro. You were, you were close. That's okay. That's okay. I'm, I'm happy. You're up, you're up by I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. No, I'm going to lose the lead. You're gonna, it's going to start today. Let's hope. So it remains 4.5 to 1.5. Um, if, you, if you heard me, like, what the hell is he asking for choices for? One, que- or one point straight away for the answer. If we need the multiple choice, it's only a half a point. That's why both of us have half points because we're meek and weak. Uh, <laughs> but for you, Sam, in Nick Arcade, what was the name? Of the video game character that you control and tell to go up, down, left, or right. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, I forget the goddamn name. Let me hear it. I don't remember. Do you take control of Maddie? Do you take control of Mikey? Do you take control of Max? Or do you take control of Miles? Let's go B. What's B? I'm not letting you do this. I forget. I'll go B. Whatever it was, I like B. Nope, I'm not doing that. Let me hear the answers again. It would be... <laughs> I should switch them. Nope, you can't. It's already <laughs> locked in. I should switch them. It would be A, Maddie, B, Mikey, C, Max, and D, Miles. Go, Mikey. Mikey is the correct answer. I just, needed, I just needed to hear it. That's all I needed. But you couldn't remember it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bitch. Well, when you do over 100 and something episodes, so my brain is like a scrambled mess. It is 4.5 to 2 Baby. now as we go to 1st to 11. Win by 2. Yes, you control Mikey. I put Maddie in there because he's my other nephew. Yeah. I have Maddie and Mikey. Yeah. And then Max because I figured that's the one you'd go with. Max is a sweet, it's like Mighty Max, sweet I, ass fucking Oh, I had an old name. dog named Max, and I don't remember, I would have remembered it if it was Max. And then Miles, because Miles and Kilo. <laughs> smart, no, smart, seriously, so, smart answers. There we go. We do want to do a quick look back, though, on, on our 127 episodes, but we'll really talk about the 100, and, and for the people that are newer to the, uh, to the show, if you don't know how we got started, 
Um, like I already said, did some sports podcasting, did some radio in college, did some TV in college. And, I did none of that. Uh, but but Sam is like the encyclopedia of of knowledge, just of useless information, and music, that you, that you and, need, and, and TV. And <laughs> damn, dude, I've never met somebody who knows who directed every single movie ever, no, no, and who starred in the that. most random stuff. And uh, like you keep that part of the show balanced. And and Sam's always had that knowledge. And I felt like uh, to go on a journey of something that. I know video games. Yeah. I know music. Inside and out. I know TV. I love movies, but you you got me beat 100% there. Uh, you know, what What can we do? And we, you know, talking and we were uh, – I was floating some ideas around. I did another sports podcast by myself that lasted 10 episodes, so almost <laughs> as many as this. And I'm glad we beat that record. <laughs> Very quickly did we beat that record. We celebrated by having Brian Thornton on as episode 11. Yep. Um, and, you know, I, I said, what what can I do to scratch this itch? I moved into a new house. It's uh, I'm farther away than I was before. I really want to keep talking about, you know, nerdy stuff. I really want a platform for video game speak. And, you know, how can we round this out? So I texted Sam. I was in a grocery store. Basically said, hey. Do you want to do a podcast? And you were obliged. And that's because, you know, when I was work, I was listening to podcasts, you know, Bill Burr, Sebastian, all them guys, and always interested in podcasts. It's when it was kind of, I mean, it was, I guess, already taken off, but mm-hmm. we jumped in at the right point and just something that was like, damn, I, I think I would love to start my own, but, you know, I was like, let's see if Greg could do it. Once you said that, I was like, oh shit, because I know we kept talking back about Bill's Burr, Bill, ah, Bill Burr's podcast, and we're always cracking up and so you know what? Screw it. Let's do our own. And it was a decision that we had no idea like what we were getting into. We didn't know what platform to use. We didn't know what software to record on. We didn't know. Uh, we spent, what, an, an hour and 40 minutes yeah, trying to set easy. up our microphones easy. the first episode. And we just said, this is ridiculous. One mic. <laughs> uh, we were like, this this can't happen anymore. Uh, what? How long is this show possibly going to make it? We started off doing Sundays. And yep. we said we we're going to do Sundays. That very quickly, a.k.a. episode two, moved to what? Saturdays. <laughs> Um, that fast, I don't even, that, I don't even remember. That fast, yeah. And I know now you use your Sunday mornings to go grocery shopping, yeah. and I use my Sunday mornings to gorge myself with Dunkin' Donuts. Well, I like to get in there early before the crowds come because I'm like, I don't want to have to like be like a race car, you know, going <laughs> in between people like that. You know, it was uh, it was a decision that like helped shape the rest, like our, oh, not our futures, but like it's something that I found a passion in very quickly to where I was like, it's Tuesday. Why isn't it Saturday? Yeah. And I it, want to start it, talking. And like kind of what we were talking, like it's everyone's busy. Everyone has a job. Everyone's doing this and that. And like this was kind of like the place that people missed all the news. Like you just come here. We hit you with everything. Music, TV, gaming, everything. Yeah, so it is a one-stop shop. But we also spread our opinion in there, which I really like. We're not just like, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened. We stop. Yeah. We talk. We don't, We have gotten into arguments. Yeah. Some passionate ones. Yeah. We've agreed on millions of things. Yeah. But when we do disagree... And get heated. I appreciate that. That it's always <laughs> it's always forgotten as yeah, soon as we turn the microphone off and you leave. <clears throat> You've driven up here a hundred and twenty something times um, from your place. Wait till you get my invoice for the gas bill. We've done shows at my parents' house when this house was unavailable. When when this where we're at now. We've when the power went out, we made it work. When the DBZ pod was at. Yeah, we did. Um, we did uh, that at, at a friend's apartment in friggin that you've never been to and nope. don't even know the guy. <laughs> nope. um, thank you, by the way. Yeah, thank you, Rob. He's one of our patrons. Awesome. So, awesome. so uh, he's now paying us to Shout use his apartment. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's we make it work, and we took no break up until I got married. Yeah. I felt that was a justified reason for us to take a break. Also, my laptop died, so it was a little out we of our control. We almost had no choice. <laughs> it was a little out of our control. We recorded. Listen, we love this show, doing it so much that we recorded two full 
hour and 20 minute to hour and 40 minute podcast on the voice memo app of my cell phone where you can only record in like 10 minute chunks because that's as big as an email file you can send. Yeah, there's like five segments. So I'm sending all these files through email to myself one at a time and saving them and dropping them into Audacity and messing with them. And it didn't sound half bad. But like we were super dedicated to that. And we are, I think our mission, I had freaking surgery on my mouth, which is difficult for a podcast that you talk on. And uh, <clears throat> you powered we still it. did it. And it was only 20 minutes, but we still did it. Better than nothing. And you're going to find 99 episodes on our iTunes feed that have numbers on them. You're going to find 26, 27 episodes that have bonus episode in front of it. Because we take a lot of pride in that, too. And we thank Serge from the early November, Sergio Anello. Um, Kicking uh, us off. He just... It was it was the perfect first interview yeah. because it's somebody that we looked so up to uh, and still forever do. and yeah. still do. And we're still in communication with him pretty frequently. Hopefully uh, we'll get him back on soon. We, he definitely. Yeah. We talked we talked uh, last night or the night before that for a couple hours, like awesome. back and forth um, over the course of a couple hours. I won't say yeah. we were constant. And we're just talking. And uh, that gave us the confidence to, hey – Boom, let's try this and let's try this and let's try this. Let's get a whole band on via Skype yeah. with Beta Camp. They were our second one. Between like a movie director, yeah. uh, comedian, actor, gamers, developers, a winery. We, 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 we had it all. We did, a, yeah, we did freaking a live episode at a winery where we did eight interviews in one sitting. And you got called out for being a little sloppy. I was a little sloppy <laughs> at that time. We Hilarious. Did, yeah, we did stand up comedians. We've yep. done. TV hosts. Just, just, I just want to thank everybody for kind of sticking with, you know, sticking with us through all these episodes and and putting up with us in the early episodes because I'm sure they hurt. If you were a fan, and I think that that logo comp that I did, where if you didn't love me at my, you don't deserve me at my, and our two logos. If you were a fan or a listener or just a supporter at all back then, a and you still are now two years later because our two year anniversary is in ten days. and then also freaking 120 plus episodes that you've hit the download button for yeah. and listened to. We owe you everything. We can't give you enough thanks. Yeah. Words don't do justice. But this has been an awesome ride. We don't see an end in sight. And hopefully we'll have 100 more for you. Yeah. And that, that, and, Seriously, and even more cool bonus episodes yeah. as we gain more, you know, fun, not partnerships, but just like awesome people that we've worked with. We went to the offices of a record label yeah. like, and just interviewed awesome. the owner. And by the way, Shane Henderson from Valencia and Promise of Redemption just walked in. Yeah. Like there's the cool – we went yard. to the Lumberyard. Yeah. We went to a recording studio with Ace Enders and Nick Bruzzese and Dom Maggi and sat down in a five-piece with one microphone, with a five-piece in one of the coolest settings ever – and got to hang out in like, their studio. Cappuccino went everywhere. Yeah, he spilled the cat. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was espresso. <laughs> yeah, he spilled so. a little damn thing yeah. of espresso everywhere, and the whole room just smelled like coffee the entire freaking that was hilarious. And we got to do that. You know, we did that. And I look back on that, and I'm like, yo, you and I have been through yeah. a ton yeah. together. Yeah. And it's only been two years. Yeah. It's like well, ten it's, days. The time has flown, but also it feels like forever. Yeah. I'd agree with at that. At the same time, it's very weird. And from our first bonus episode, which was outdoors at a Starbucks drinking coffee with Serge, I had a lemonade, and uh, and hearing the horns and the trucks in the background, and I'm like, what am I going to do with this audio to my metal computer at the time, steaming hot in the 100-degree weather? It made it. It freaking barely made it, because the next week or two weeks later, I was going to say, that's probably died. why it died. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, that was a, it was <laughs> seven w- years old. Worth at the time. it. Yeah. Uh, to... to 
Danny Stevens of the audition, blah, blah, blah. All these awesome things that we've done and having cool guests on like Damien and Sam, uh, not Sam, uh, Damien and Sean Carcitti and uh, Brian Thornton and Alan Santos and Chris Shriver. Yep. The guys that stepped in uh, last second sometimes and did an episode. The guys that came that on. filled in for me. That, yeah. that came on and did some, some coverage for whether it be E3 or Nintendo Direct or some Star Wars coverage or just some. We just. Damien brought us the Switch. Yeah. The day after it came out, he came with the Switch. You didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it till a week later, and so he came over and we demoed. Shout the out Switch. to Brother Nero. Yeah, baby, it's just really cool that we've had this opportunity. So thank you, everybody. Um, we're done getting sappy. We're gonna get on with but, some stories, but our top three this week, we wanted to do something special, and we wanted to reach out to literally everyone that we knew and have an opportunity for everyone to read us and help us with our top three. So Sam and I are going to give our top three for the week, but we also want to go and uh, open it up to everyone. We've gotten a ton of responses, and we're going to read every single one of them. We are going to give our top three MCU films. So we'll do ours first, and then we'll read everybody's. All right. My number three, this was, this was tough. I had to think this over. I went back and forth with a couple, but... I went off with the OG Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, you know, you want to say the Incredible Hulk, whatever, Norton, that kind of started. But once you saw Iron Man, you kind of saw like the full scope, with the end credit scenes and um, just kind of taking a chance, like John Favreau taking a chance with Robert Downey Jr. We know he has a colorful past, but he absolutely blew it out of the water. Obviously, everyone else thought so because it has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I know I'm not alone because I've seen Iron Man 1 and a few people's top three. Yeah, well, the Hulk was the original. Iron Man yeah, 3, or Iron Man made it the MCU. Yeah, exactly. Iron Man started this whole thing. I think it was the first one to do. Like, well, technically, it was the, well, in the no, Incredible No, the Hulk, Hulk did one. The Hulk did one. Yeah, that's right. Um, but then you have, like, there was more of a movies before the yeah, MCU. There was, there well, there was, was Fantastic Blade. Four and Blade yeah. and all that stuff. Um, there was, technically, it was, like, Spider-Man, but that was Sony and all that. But still... Iron Man totally revolutionized it. John Favreau is is a great mind, and yep. we're happy to have that. And Robert Downey signing on in two thousand what was that eight? Yep. And now ten years later, doing Infinity War, it all comes full circle. Uh, he'll be obviously in Avengers four two. My number three, because for no other reason, even though it didn't win my film of the year last year, um, it actually finished behind a movie I left off my list. Thor Ragnarok. As time has passed, I didn't see Thor Ragnarok last year, but as time oh. has passed. Um, and I've seen both these movies multiple times now. I feel like finally, finally, with the whole Sony thing going away, Spider-Man was finally done justice. Homecoming. So where Spider-Man Homecoming is my number three, I didn't mind the first Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't mind it. With Andrew, no, I, with Andrew I Garfield, it. the second one, the second one didn't do it rails. for me. Um, I didn't mind the first one. I, I like, I will, I did, I liked it. I liked the original Spider-Man. I really liked Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Three, same thing. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but Homecoming was a different story. It changed a lot of things. It didn't spend too much time on the um, Uncle Ben, on the Uncle Ben thing, or the origin. Yeah. It kind of just jumped into the action. We. We know his goddamn origin after five films. We know. And Michael Keaton really, really did well. Oh, they they stole so, the show together. And Tom Holland, I think, is the best Spider-Man of the three of the three guys that have portrayed him. Well, considering he's actually a teenager when Toby was already like a thirty-year-old <laughs> man, so yeah, I, I would have to. The agree. only downside was there was no Macho Man. Yeah, like the first. Rest one. in peace, Macho. Yeah, hell yeah. But number number two, 
it was tough, you know, again, back and forth, but I had to go with Infinity War. Just considering of 10 years to build this story, to weave everything in, and between the special effects to the actors to just everything, which is everything you wanted. So I'm so excited for four, but I had to, I had to give it go Infinity War. I, I think my number two is your number one. My number two is Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, really tough to leave the first one off because I love that okay. movie. I, I had everything. But the second one just blew it off the blew the doors off the place. Well, it, Turned it up to 11. It made me appreciate Captain America a little bit more. The first sure. one, I liked the movie, I liked, yeah. obviously, but I was never like a huge Captain America fan. Mm-hmm. But once Winter Soldier came out... That all changed real fast. Bucky is great, though. Oh, my The God, Winter Soldier character is, Sebastian Stan is great. Was awesome. um, he's really, really good overall. So. I mean, like, I know me and Rob McGardle were talking a couple days ago. We're like, dude, that elevator fight scene so was good. Frank Grillo before mm-hmm. he was kind of crossbones. And that was just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just... It gave you a bigger peek behind the curtain into Captain America. He wasn't doing the – he wasn't skinny Steve Rogers. He wasn't doing the tour where he's on stage dancing for, for 10 minutes of the movie. This was just action. Yeah. It established the character. It had a good villain. It had that conflict of friend versus foe because Bucky was a little bit of both. It had the surprise moment, the Nick Fury thing at the end. The end scene was great. Loved it. And then they have when he's fighting Winter Soldier said. I can do this all day. Oh, I yeah. still, get, I still get chills from when the first one. He was in the alley, just getting shit kicked out of him. Is that your number one? Yeah, of course, Winter Soldier number one all my, day. My number one is your number two. My yeah. number one is Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Infinity War because I loved Thanos. Of course. I thought Thanos. I think Thanos is the best villain in the MCU. Oh, of course. I. I mean, you you could argue me, Loki, but Thanos is badass. So if I had to, Loki's probably two. Yeah. Killmonger's probably three. But Winter Soldier, even though I want to say the Winter Soldier from the Winter Soldier. We know that he was brainwashed. We know that in Civil War and beyond, he turns to the good side. But before he did that, damn, I love those cap fights. But I know that he's not truly villain. Loki, too, arguably, is an anti-hero as well. Um, Did you hear the theory? We'll talk about the theory a little bit later. Um, Did I hear? Come on, man. With Loki. But yeah, Infinity War, I love Thanos as a villain. And it gave me a huge appreciation for Doctor Strange and Thor that I didn't have before. Because I didn't see Ragnarok until after Infinity War or the day before. Actually, it was the day before I saw Infinity War. I watched Ragnarok. And Doctor Strange, I didn't like that much, the film, standalone film. So it gave me a whole new appreciation yeah. on those two characters, and I love both those characters now. now. now I was going to say, yeah, if you went back and watched Doctor Strange, like, oh my god, I love this movie. I bet I, <laughs> and I haven't yet, which is weird. I have it on yeah. Blu-ray. It's on Netflix, I think, still. I would love, I actually probably want to do that, but man, it just gave me a whole new appreciation yeah. for those characters. And I did like, um, well, what is it, The Black Order? I think it is a Dark Order, Black Order, whatever it is. Those four dudes, or okay, yeah, the, one, yeah. the one girl, um, the older guy, Ma, Grandma, or whatever. It is. Grandma, Jesus, <laughs> I forget, but he was a badass. He was great, yeah. so I really loved it. Really great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for. You. I thought you were going to end. This keep is it going. That, that was no. That was just a pregnant pause. Uh, I'm going to go to uh, per, first my personal Facebook, then I'm going to go to your personal okay. Facebook, and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, I took uh, a couple screenshots. Yeah, we'll we'll start with mine, then you'll read yours. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. All right, so my personal Facebook page, where are they at? Here we go. All right, so thank you to everybody, by the way, who answered. Uh, we're going to start off with my main man, my LaSalle buddy, uh, the guy who put me on my first movie radio show ever. <clears throat> uh, behind the curtain? No. I can't remember what it was called, but it was an awesome radio show. Uh, His number three, Elijah Elliott, by the way. His number three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which would have been my number four. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Number two, Infinity War. 
Number one, the original Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. So, shout out to Elo. Miss you. Love you. You're an awesome dude. Uh, my buddy Kenny, <clears throat> uh, who is married to Kelly Carusi. Awesome. Um, Kenny Fedor or Fetter. It was good seeing her at your wedding, by the way. Very good seeing her at my wedding. Colorado. Uh, his number three, he didn't mention. His number two, he didn't mention. His number one is Howard the Duck. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Jess Funston, congratulations on your engagement, Jess. Her number three is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Number two is the original Iron Man. And number one is Winter Soldier. That's a yeah. solid list. I, I, like, I think everyone's list is like there is no wrong answer. Sure, sure. Uh, Blaze Hewitt. Uh, Blaze, shout out to you. Um, selling cars like a madman. Getting married soon. Moving. Congratulations yep. on getting your own place with Tiff. Awesome to see. Your number three, Spider-Man Homecoming. Your number two, Guardians Volume 1. And number one, Winter Soldier. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh, it's my turn now? Yeah. Okay, so I had Michael R. Rest pass. I don't know if you had him, but I just took his, so I'll go with his first. Of the Apron Work podcast. Yep. Number three, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. And number one, Infinity War. Infinity War. Solid list. Now, my first one, my buddy Machi. Shout out to him. His 30th birthday is tomorrow. You the man. His number Happy th- birthday. His number three, Iron Man 2. Mm. So that was, I think, the first time we saw that one. Yep. Number two, Doctor Strange. First one for him. And number one, Infinity War. Uh, Rob Kramer, we're going to Chicago next year. Number three, Iron Man 1. Number two, Captain America Civil War. And number one, Infinity War. My buddy Yanov, number three, he went Infinity War. Number two, Iron Man 1. And, of course, number one, Cap Winter Soldier. I'm surprised we aren't seeing any love for Cap the original, like the first Avenger. I, there, there were just so many more after that. So, I, 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 to be honest, I never expected to see that. Mm-hmm. But my, my bestie Alex, his number... <laughs> but he goes, number three, yeah. I just love Guardians. <laughs> number two, Civil War. And number one, Infinity War. And my nephew Nico, number Who three... Who writes for WePodcastWeKnowThings.com. Yep. Number three, he went with Guardians 1. Number two, Avengers 1. There you go. And then number one, Civil War. That was the first Avengers yep. one shout. And the only one. And our buddy Steve Steph, who was on an episode of the podcast, number three, Thor Ragnarok. Nice. Surprised it was only there once. That's the first time we're hearing that one. Number two, Infinity War. And, of course, number one, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't try to, th- to throw the Dark Knight in there. Like, it's that's DC. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves that movie. So, shout out to Steve. Uh, then we polled some of the folks over on our ESO podcast network. Uh, so thank you to everybody in the ESO network, the all the hosts. We sh- uh, sent out a status to all the hosts of the ESO network. Hey, basically, um, what do you guys think? And tell us your podcast as well. So Nathan Lewis of the 42 cast, that's 42 cast. He says number three is the original Avengers. Number two is Doctor Strange. And number one is Captain America Winter Soldier. So shout out to Nathan of the 42 cast. Ashley Pauls of the ESO Blogger. So check out the ESO Blogger show. Uh, Hers number three is Iron Man. Her number two is uh, Guardians 1. And her number one is Captain America Winter Soldier. So far, I think that's in the lead by everything. Uh, What, Winter Soldier? Yeah, Yeah, it is the unanimous number one, it looks like. Mike Faber, who gave us the opportunity on the network and who uh, is is one of the uh, heads of the ESO network, he says his number... I asked him, I said, is this 321 or 123? And he never answered me back. So I'm going to read them as they were written. Number three, Captain America Winter Soldier. 
Number two, Avengers Infinity War. And number one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Uh, and he is also on the Earth Station 1 podcast and the Earth Station Who podcast. So if you like Doctor Who, check that one out. But it has Earth Station 1 and Earth Station Who. Sean Vanderloo of the Rusted Robot podcast. His number three is Iron Man 3. Wow. I will... No, Sam I, can't I cannot. Do it. I can't even speak words. His number two, Captain America: Civil War, and his number one, the original Iron Man. So we got an Iron Man fan yeah. over here, and Civil War, by the way. Um, or no, never mind. I mean, he was in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was half of it. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, he loves his Iron Man. Uh, Gerald Glassford of the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. <laughs> uh, I was on the Pop Culture Podcast or Pop Culture Cosmos podcast around E3. I think it was episode 93 or 97, so go check that one out. Uh, his number 3 is again, I don't know if it's 321 or 123, but it's going to read it as written. Number 3 Captain America Winter Soldier, number 2 Avengers Infinity War, and number 1 Guardians of the Galaxy the Original which I think is the exact yeah, is. same yep, order 100%. as yeah, so as Faber. Uh, and then finally, uh, the Watchathon of Rossalon, which is a really cool podcast name. Uh, Joseph Stephen Heath of the Watchathon of Rossalon. His number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. His number two is the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and his number one is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's cool. Glad to see it. At least someone got it as number one. Yeah, so shout out to everybody from the ESO Podcast Network. And thank you, everyone, for kind of commenting on it and told you we'd read them on the air. We still got more. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we haven't done Twitter yet. Oh, I don't have many on Twitter, though. Uh, we haven't done Twitter or Instagram. We have a Twitter one and an Instagram one. Uh, where, is we? where is we be? There it is. On the Twitters, at we pod and we know, uh, Lee Moen says... By the way, congratulations on episode 100. Thanks, oh, Lee. Thank you. Uh, and Sean Carcidi, Mr. MRC Tech LLC, as MRC Talks Star, Star Wars, Wars. Episode 4. <laughs> uh, he said 100. Fantabulous. My top three. Number three, Thor Ragnarok. Nice. My number two, Avengers Infinity War. And my number one, Winter Soldier. Guardians Volume mm. 1. Star Lord for the win. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Moving over to our Instagram at We Podcast and We Know Things. We got a DM from one of our five dollar patrons, Darren Monroe, who says, "I really had to think on this. It was tough." He sent it yesterday. He thought about this for days, <laughs> and he legitimately said, "I saw it when you posted it. Yeah, I just took me days to think." Go, about go it. for him. You put some thought behind it. Number three, Black Panther. The Ooh, first yeah. time that's been mentioned wow. at all. Yeah, you're so right. Shout out yeah. to Darren for putting Black Panther on the list. Number two. Infinity War. And number one, Civil War. Everybody okay. loves the wars okay. there. Nice. Loving the war. Um, let's see. Oh, it was basically Avengers 3.0, you know yeah. what? Uh, now, on the Instagram, uh, just in the comments section, we had a couple people comment here. Uh, M. Cassini, uh, thank you so much, Mr. Cassini. His number three is Guardians 1. Number two, Infinity War. And number one, Winter Soldier. Awesome. Uh, Robbie Valor. Number three, the original Avengers. Number two, Guardians Volume One. I know he picked Winter Soldier number and one. Number one, Winter Soldier. My boy Rob. In which you uh, had said, agree 100% with your number one. He said, it gets better every time. And you said, I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> our our oh, buddy shit. at North Comics on Instagram, which is uh, also a uh, $5 patron of ours. Yeah, turn me the whole 188.5. Thank you. Brad, right? Yeah. Yeah, Bradley Epstein. Thank you so much. Uh, North Comics on Instagram. It looks like... 
Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Number three, Infinity War. It was it was written very weird. Number three, Infinity War. Number two, the original Avengers. And number one, Guardians 1. And he always does this. He puts honorable mentions. But because it's not an MCU film, I'm going to read it. Honorable mention to the cinematics of the Spider-Man PS4 game coming out. I'm with you. Oh, that, that's a day one buy, brother. I'm with you. Yeah. And uh, then New Legend Mike, which is Mike Gordon, the other Mike on the ESO uh, podcast, Earth Station One podcast, um, and the ESO Network, somebody who uh, who was a part of the geek seat that we did, uh, co-host of the Earth yeah, Station One show. His number three is Avengers Infinity War. His number two is the original Guardians of the Galaxy. His number one is Civil War. Okay, a couple of people got Civil War. Yeah, and I think we have one more. Let me just real quick try to find it. I don't know because it just decided yeah. to stop loading. So if we well, missed you guys, we're sorry. I, I don't. I think I think we got everybody. Though. I don't think we did. Oh, here it goes. We got it. Let's see. Did we miss anybody? Ooh, we did. We no, we didn't. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah, that was Rest Pass who did another yep. week podcast. We yep. know things Facebook page. So, okay, cool. So we got everybody across the Twitter, across the Instagram, across email, across our personal Facebooks. Yep. So thank you to everybody for shouting out your top three. There was an eclectic mix. I'm surprised not more Ragnarok. I'm definitely surprised not more Black Panther. Yeah, I, I was definitely was expecting some more Thor Ragnarok, but it was maybe no it surprise. just hasn't held up well. Or it's but but I would say it's too new. But Infinity Wars yeah. and all those lists, and that's even newer. Well, no so. one was going to miss that movie. Maybe some people missed Thor, saw the first two Thor movies, and weren't a fan, and just decided to miss it. Yeah, I mean Black Panther though, that could be too new. But, oh yeah, but true. Maybe it just didn't hold up as well. I don't know. Maybe it was like yeah, there, there was caught up in the moment. Twenty films to choose from. Yeah, and, and, and everyone's true. answer there was no wrong. Thank you Absolutely guys for, no, for, for commenting. Ex- except for in Sam's eyes, whoever said Iron Man three. Yeah, that that one hurt me. That literally physically. <laughs> Again, San Diego Comic-Con happening as we record this, even though it's 5.30 right now in California, because um, it's 8.38 here. Uh, we will have a few days worth of the news, the Friday, the Thursday, some of the Saturday stuff, but the majority will be next week. There will be a ton of trailers over Saturday and Sunday, so anything that drops during this taping or after, we'll put it on our Facebook page, but we'll get to it next week. Yeah. Like Aquaman, Shazam, all the DC TV shows are going to yeah. drop. Uh, Marvel was teasing some X-Men announcement. So and like, said Huge X Men. So we don't know what that is yeah. yet. So all of that stuff will be next week. But I think the biggest story that we need to talk about as we finally get rolling here in yeah. episode 100, only 41 minutes in, James Gunn has been fired as the Guardians of the Galaxy director. He's out of Disney. He's out of the MCU. Yeah, that. Can you freaking believe no, that? That was out of nowhere, no, dude. That that hurt because he just finished the script. You yeah, know, he handed the first draft. Yeah, so we handed in. So now is someone going to rewrite that? Does the original cast of Gardens do they have a say in it? You know, I, I mean, obviously what he did was you know, it was years ago, but it, it just was, seems like everyone's just digging in people's past. Like if you dig far enough in anyone's past, you're going to find some dirt. So it happened in the MLB All Star Game yeah. with Josh Hader, who made some disgusting tweets when yep. he was 17 yes. years old. He's only 24 now, so it was only seven years ago. Um, but they were unearthed during the All-Star game, and that became the story of the game yeah. over the game, which was actually a really good game. Yeah. Within the same week, this happens to James Gunn. He made some effed up jokes. Don't get no, me wrong. He, he did. They, they Don't were. get me wrong. It was back 2008 and 2009. Yeah. It was about 10 years ago. He made some jokes. We were not going to get into what those jokes were. However... Here's the story. James Gunn has been fired as director of Guardians 3, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Controversial tweets were circulated by conservative personalities, da-da-da. The offensive social media posts were resurfaced after that conservative news website discovered the tweets. Walt Disney chairman Alan Horde, 
Uh, Alan Horn said in a statement, The offensive attitudes and statements discovered on James' Twitter feed are indefensible and inconsistent with our studio's values, and we have severed our business relationship with him. Like, severed yeah. it. There is no tying that back yeah. together. I mean, it, it just sucks. Like, they go back nine, ten years. You know, yep. I, I agree. What he tweeted was, you know, he, even though he was doing it like a, a sick joke. It's a definitely a sick yeah, joke. Yeah. yeah. But he also released a statement, yeah. and his statement reads, and this is James Gunn. And it's five points, I believe. To quote, my words of nearly a decade ago were, at the time, totally failed and unfortunate efforts to be provocative. I have, re- I have regretted them for many years since, not just because they were stupid, not at all funny, wildly insensitive, and certainly not provocative like I had hoped, but also because they don't reflect the person I am today or have been for some time. Regardless of how much time has passed, I understand and accept the business decisions taken today. Even these many years later, I take full responsibility for the way I conducted myself then. All I can do now, beyond offering my sincere and heartfelt regret, is to be the best human being I can be, accepting, understanding, committed to equality, and far more thoughtful about my public statements and obligations to our public discourse. To everyone inside my industry and beyond, I again offer my deepest apologies. Love to all. I'd also like to say, I friggin' nailed that read. No, you did it. That was, just, that was, a, that was a long one to get yeah. through. And I, he had to say <clears throat> something after, you know, being just like away after they're basically starting production or already shooting. Yeah, and he handed in that first draft, but he does have some defenders out there. Maybe some guardians are coming to his aid yeah. here. <clears throat> As Dave Batista tweeted out, uh, 10.56 last night. I will have more to say, but for now, all I will say is this. James Gunn is one of the most loving, caring, good-natured people I have ever met. He's gentle and kind and cares deeply for people and animals. He's made mistakes. We all have. I'm not, in all caps, okay with what's happening to him. So Dave Batista and I'm, his I'm, I'm glad to see that. 14,000 likes and 5,000 retweets as of four hours yeah. ago. I'm, I'm glad to see like people are coming to his defense because you always hear like he was actually on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. He did two different podcasts mm-hmm. and he's just like just like a down the earth funny guy like finally I guess found his voice and everything. It just sucks that you went back 10 years in the past. I'm sure most people forgot that he even tweeted about this. So the question remains what happens to the Guardians? I have seen people rallying for Taika Watiti, who did Thor Ragnarok yeah. to come on board and direct. I think that's the logical choice because of the humor involved. Uh, but we also don't know anything about Avengers 4 and where that yeah. plot takes us. Do you think any of the Guardians will kind of like... Back out? Yeah. Sounds like Dave yeah, Batista's that's, that's, very, very passionate. That, that's kind of uh, what I was thinking. Like, oh, what's going to happen? So I'm sure there's going to be more news to come for this. Is it... You know, I don't mean any disrespect to James Gunn in this uh, or any artist or creator. Is... If Dave Batista said, all right, if James is out, I'm out. You know, we made we made prodded and poked and, and made fun of Russell Crowe last week yeah. when he said that I don't read yeah. for films. I almost feel the same way. I don't I don't really have a strong feeling either way, but I almost feel like if you're going to sacrifice your career or a, a huge role, which by the way, the fans deserve, we want Drax. If you were to bail out of that role because of James Gunn, that's almost like screwing over millions and what millions. What if they of all viewers. do? They're like, he, he was, he's that's the guy who started. But, that, but that's screwing us over. And I don't think they would do that to us. It's, it rips apart the MCU see, I, I and would, the future see, plans would, of Even it. If, if they did it, I would be like, okay, you know, I, we're human, But man. you don't get any more Guardians. I, I'll live. I made it 20-something years without Guardians. I got it. And I understand that. But the Guardians are going to be a huge piece of Phase 4. And the overarching, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? 
the overarching like consistency or continuity, that's what I'm looking for, the continuity of the universe kind of relies on the Guardians in this film and Avengers 4, obviously, well, I mean, and how that's going to go. There's only rock, Rocket Raccoon left. And, but... and we need to figure out what happens in 4 before yeah. we can say what happens in 3. Yeah. So while they are going to kick off, Guardians 3 is going to kick off Phase 4 or yeah. be a part of Phase 4, we need that film. And I don't mean we as in me and you. I need the MCU. Yeah. If there's a greater good here. There's there's going to be more stories to come of this. You watch. Oh, yeah. And I I wouldn't be surprised if there's Chris gonna be Pratt some trees says being shaken and all that good yeah. stuff. I just don't foresee anybody dropping out of the project, um, especially if listen, Joss Whedon, well, or well, do you, Ty Kawati, well, if you can get people in there that can if make you it, remember John Favreau, Walking Dead season two, when well, mm-hmm. what's his name left? Yep. Uh, forget the guy's name, but the one actor with the hat, he said, "Kill me off." Yeah, but he also wasn't he wasn't Andrew Lincoln. He was. The old guy, but he was still going to be in the you know in the show for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he's, or Frank Davenport, I think that's who Frank Davenport. Uh, that was, was the guy who like they, he basically mm-hmm. cut ties with AMC or AMC yeah. cut ties with him. But it, it's just interesting. I'm interested to see where this goes because I I, do, I don't know. Do you mean Frank Darabont? Darabont, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, and then the guy who sorry, I don't my Walking Dead knowledge isn't too great. He killed. Uh, he was in everything with him. They did yeah, every movie it, together. Exactly. So yeah. kind of he stuck with his friend. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you never you never know what kind of friendships or you know you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But you know, of course, we'll we'll keep everyone. If you if you had to, is it a Joss Whedon that you'd like to see? Is no. it a John Favreau? Is it a Taika Waititi? No. Is it a uh, the Russos? Like who? No. Who? The only one, Watiti. That's like the only person I can even like off offhand. He's the only guy I could think of because to me, it's James Gunn, man. It is, and because so, the uh, humor has James Gunn written all over it. The humor is going to change. So, that's tone, what I'm saying. So now the whole stuff. tone, it could be all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> guys, you had to have seen Sam when he said that. That's what made that funny. Last second, I went to, I thought of walking. <laughs> that's but, yeah. so funny. Yeah. Uh, I do wish James Gunn all the best in his future endeavors because I'm not going to crucify something somebody hey, over something that happened guys, 10 years ago. Guys, we're human. We all made plenty of mistakes. All of us. So thank God there wasn't social media when we were younger because you know God only knows what we would have said. This type of story is exactly why I hate and love Facebook memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go back on, my, on this day last year and 10 years ago. I'm like, why did I write that? Well, who would do that? But sometimes you get some good things. Like I just checked, like my oh, dog Kelly. She was a puppy. I was like, oh, yeah. I wish she was this small. Yeah, and it's yeah. that's why it's the yeah. best and worst. Yeah. And the worst is like, I, I wrote that. Yeah, I said, like, I said that in public. I'm embarrassed. People yeah. hit the like button. No wonder only two people hit the like yeah. button because that's the dumbest thing yeah. I've ever said in my life. Uh, and, and like I always say, it, thirty-year-old Greg, if he could go back and kick twenty-two-year-old Greg's ass, oh, he I'd would do it. Oh god, and yeah. and twenty-two on sixteen and sixteen on ten, <laughs> like I would kick my own ass more times over. And Thanos yeah. would just if, if Thanos could equalize me, it'd only be now. I feel like, uh, but. Um, but, I mean, best, best of, of luck. Yeah, best best of, luck. of luck. Hopefully, all parties involved kind of come to some sort of, I don't want to say agreement, but you know, like it works out. Yeah, I mean, he's done. Yeah. That's the and problem. They, they, and they canceled. He was supposed to be at San Diego Comic-Con today, and they canceled his panel. That just that sucks for all those people that are already out there. Too. Yeah, that bought tickets ex- just <laughs> wanting to go see James That's, Gunn. Yeah. And there were people. There were people. Cosplaying as oh, James yeah. Gunn. Oh. <laughs> at least Guardians, I saw some awesome pictures of people cosplaying. There was a Young Justice Outsiders trailer oh my that you basically nutted over. Oh my god, it, it was... I watched Young Justice, I couldn't believe when they canceled I was so butthurt because they left you on such a, such a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And this trailer was like five minutes and some change. And I told you, I was like, I'm pretty sure they just showed you every character in the DC Universe. I mean, Vandal Savage, Darkseid, Doctor Fate, Flash, Batman, Superman, everyone was in it. So after what five 
maybe five years. They showed since. Red Arrow. Oh no, they didn't show Red Arrow. Red Arrow is going to be in it. They showed like the Arsenal. female Arrow. There was Arsenal yeah. and there's Artemis. And there's there's so many people that 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 have been wanting this, and people are saying, oh, okay, the price point they release, we'll get to the DC universe in a minute. But they were like, is Titans enough? I was like, I think I texted you. I was like, is that enough to get us? Dude, it was enough with just Young Justice. I'll pay anything. So I'm super hyped. Now, my point of view on this is going to come from somebody who doesn't watch Young Justice. Who didn't catch the first two seasons. Um, I just watched this as a trailer and what it was like and the characters that I knew. Um, You could tell that the Princess of Markovia, she gets kidnapped in it, which I like that storyline because I'm a Mario fan. So anytime a princess gets kidnapped, I'm always all for it. Uh, She has the metahuman gene. I think it is that, okay. she, that yeah. they yeah. find that she has her, the meta human gene, yeah. and that's why she gets kidnapped. Um, there were a ton of new gods stuff. The new gods, there's a oh, ton of that stuff in there. Orion. Oh my god, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I picked up on that. Um, Nightwing looks badass. Nightwing looks badass. There was a. Um, you could tell that Dark Seed is going to be or Dark Side, Dark Side. is going to be a huge piece of this because of the new God stuff. Like that's and, basically how last season ended. Yeah, and um, there was like a five and, year gap between season one and two. Looks like there's going to be a five year time jump between two and three, or maybe a six, and five then or six it was years. Like when you first see him, it's like Dark Side doing like a the bro handshake with Vandal Savage. I was like, oh shit, it's on. Then they show you Apocalypse. I yeah, they showed wait. Vandal Savage. Lobo is in it. Very oh. close up. So it looks like it looks like that they are going to have it's every Young Justice wet oh. dream. A young God, Justice and I, dream. I haven't heard anyone say one bad word about it. There's going to be 26 episodes in total, and they said that they already have seven full done. Ready to go, so they still have a ways to go. They have nineteen yeah. more to go, but oh, they, they do editing well, all the, that stuff. The, the animation is done. done. Yeah. The animation is done. The voice acting is done. They just got to cut it together. Um, so there's hope there. They say early 2019 ish. We don't have yeah. a release date yet. I was hoping it was going to be 18, but I'll have to be a little patient. Just be a little patient. But 26 episodes. Um, that's a lot. No, it's the longest. So, they're it's the longest season they ever had. Yeah, that's a lot. So it's going to be worth the five year wait from what it looks like early on. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm in. What's the? Isn't there? Um, it, it, I think looking at it, there was a lot of costumes that I was like, they don't look like that, except for Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. He looks pretty I, much. I know the same. Lobo. They changed his look a little bit. I like yeah. the older look of Lobo. But who's the other uh, bug looking villain? In there, he had four arms. He looked like Goro. I can't remember what his name was. Four and they arms. were like, he got ticked off. You get it? Ticked. I think it was just a tick, like a tick. No, it was a it was a bad guy. They said his name. I can't I can't remember. Oh, it oh, oh, it was the big beetle. Yeah. I, I forget his name. I it forget was, his it name. Was like brownish reddish. I can't remember it right now off the top of my head. Yeah. But it looked like there's a lot of characters, a lot of villains. It's almost like Game of Thrones, where Dude, there's so many damn characters, and you're like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? And you forget until they come on screen. It looks like it's gonna be it's gonna pick up right after Wally, um, because he's gone. Well, no, while well, he's well, he's he's, he's, he's in it. He's, he's in it for a little bit, right? I'd imagine. There, then, yeah, there was something. He, there's there's a piece yeah. in the beginning of the trailer. It's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer, which he uh, just came back in the comics, by the way, through yeah. the comics. And uh, the the photo of him so and he'll be her, back. What's her name? Artemis. Artemis. And then the dog uh, waking up, and she's like, "Oh, yeah. there's a photo. Yeah. He's dead." Da, 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 da. Then it looked like the dog like, jumped in on the selfie. I, I got like a little giggle <laughs> out of that. Yeah, and. Uh, I, but we're gonna see Wally. It looks like I, I think. oh, we, he, he's not gonna disappear right away. But yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. Definitely yeah. check it out if you didn't see it. We had an Uncharted fan film as well. Um, I watched it yesterday on purpose. I wanted to watch it for the first time the day before the show, so my impressions were there and real. But also, I didn't forget anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I as soon as I, it dropped, I was like, 
I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> like right in, I had to watch it. It was absolutely awesome. Fifteen glorious minutes of Nathan Fillion, who now we know that tease that we talked about a yep. week or two ago, uh, what that was all about. A fifteen-minute fan film where it takes place in Mexico, where he is kidnapped by a bunch of cartel. He gets uh, held hostage behind handcuffed and behind his back. But even though it wasn't super action-packed, there wasn't any cliff diving or climbing or anything like that. The humor yeah. was just on point. Yeah. Nathan Fillion was a great Drake. He he has it perfect from Firefly. He always has that quick-witted, snarky response, and his, his name is literally Nathan. Like you know what I mean? So it was it was awesome. I thought he was he. People were like, he's too out of shape. He's too old. No, 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 no. If this is like, it, it, it did look like he lost some weight. He, I'll give him that. If this was post Uncharted Four, where he's on his new journey or I'm whatever, on thirteen by the way, <laughs> whatever his new journey would be after Uncharted Four, he's supposed to be a little older. Yeah, I'm totally cool with the way he looked. the The attire was on point. The comedy was on point. They even did things in this short film, which we won't spoil it. But they, uh, <clears throat> they had a lot of humor from the game, and then they. Like in all the games, Draco's on this crazy um, uh, explanation of whatever treasure they're going after. It's like yeah. he knows everything, and when he finds the idea for this treasure hunt in this short yeah. film, Sully, who's played by that guy from Avatar, Stephen Lang, he goes perfect casting. He goes, I, I disagree, and I, Brian oh. Thornton agrees with me on that one. Would have loved to seen. Um, I'll get into a second. He goes, uh, oh, he's about to do it to us again, and he's like. Yep, and he just goes in this crazy rant about some Mexican treasure and some I, ships. I, I thought that was perfect. It was really good. The whole Magellan thing, really, really good. Um, I don't like Stephen Lang. That's why I think, I, he's, I think he's great. Aggressive. He wasn't a very good Sully. Sully's a little bit uh, bigger, thicker. I would have liked Bruce Campbell. Brian Thornton agrees uh, with me. Stephen Lang's jacked as shit. That's what I'm saying. Sully's not. Yeah, forget, I, that, I don't that know. was the only. I liked it. The only casting. It's not I wasn't, like he, he his, had voice his voice was on. His voice was really good, but that's the only part I was like, "Nah, Sully didn't do it for me too much." But overall, really See, funny. You didn't like him. Me, he was in Into the Badlands between the Bad Guy and Avatar. He was in that freaking like dinosaur show that got canceled with Steven Spielberg property. Yeah, Terranova. <laughs> yeah, Terranova. That's it. Um, that's I, where I, I first saw him. I mean, and then it ends with a nice cliffhanger. I'm hoping for more or some type of actual film gets released. I could see the possibility well, Tom of Tom Holland film. Tom Holland, Brian Cranston. Yeah, well, have him, young Nathan Drake, and I can live. Nathan I, feeling I can, old age, you know, 100%. I can separate young Nathan from older Nathan. So. Did it in Uncharted 3. Give it to us. I'd love it, dude. That was yeah. a great film. Check it out on YouTube. It's got like 2.5 million views. Uh, you got to watch it. Yeah. It's only 15 minutes, and you won't regret it. But we'll be right back after this word from our ESO Network partners and our partners over at Studio. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And we can't forget about our fine friends over at Studio. It's studio.com for all of the best in earphones, headphones, and anything that's not only just an awesome piece of audio technology, but also a great fashion accessory. So head over to studio.com for all of your headphones and earphones. If you type in WePod at checkout, you get 15% off of your entire order. That's a great deal. You can't beat it anywhere. Go over to studio.com right now and pick some up for yourself. Now back to the show. And we're back. We hope you enjoyed those uh, couple of plugs for our ESO partners and studio. But um, as we when we go on break, like I always, always, always want to 
Do a quick check. Do a quick check of social media. San Diego Comic Con is happening. Uh, right. And, but this wasn't what I found. I found uh, on our Instagram, right? And going through Instagram, scrolling through the stories as I often do or whatever. And we get the Connecticut story. And if you remember, last week they said that this weekend they were going to the studio so they record a new record. Yep. Um, they're recording it at the Lumberyard. Oh, that's awesome. Small world. Dude, they didn't say that to us, so I DM'd them, and they already wrote back. I was like, you sons of bitches. I was like, that's the biggest mind fuck we've ever seen. I said, you didn't tell us you're recording there. We love those dudes. It's an amazing studio. Say hi. He said, we'll do such a small world. Could barely remember our names when we spoke. <laughs> Me and you both. <laughs> that's awesome. So, dude, so cool. Um Awesome, awesome, awesome dudes. But they're recording at like our favorite studio. Yeah. So uh, we we loved our interview with the Lumberyard. We loved our interview <laughs> with Connecticut. Um, can't wait to hear new music. Can't wait to get to new music. But uh, back into the movie section where we start tonight. The Joaquin Phoenix Joker film has officially been named. This is a tough one. Joker. And it will release October 4th, 2019. And is also looking to cast Zazie Beats to star as well. I just can't believe that this movie is actually happening. I, I, I like Joaquin Phoenix as an actor. The Joker and his, I guess, quote, origins or whatever you, whatever you want to say. I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm going to see it whether it looks the trailer looks like garbage or it looks gold. I'm still going to see it, obviously. I love the Joker. Um, Sizey Beats, whoever she could play, I, I don't know. But I, I do like her. I thought she kicked ass in Deadpool 2. She will be doing the another actor going Marvel DC, uh, Deadpool two into Why Joker. Not? It's just a big crossover. Yeah. Uh, everybody's just doing it. It's the cool thing to do. Um, but yeah, Zazie Beats is cool. She's also awesome in Atlanta. She's freaking yeah. great in Atlanta. Uh, but she was Domino in Deadpool two. For people that that didn't pick up on that, um, we've talked about the Joaquin Phoenix Joker film enough that this wasn't necessarily a top story because yeah. we've just, this is the third or fourth time we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's easy. It's a simple name Joker. It's nice that we're going to get a release date. What I really like about this is it's around Halloween, yeah. which is like the Joker's best yeah. time of year. And I, it was a pretty fast turn. I was not expecting it in 19. Doesn't that worry you that it's a year and change away? Well, you would and like to hasn't think even that they've been planning yet. for this for a while and kind of. And I did uh, production in September though. That's it. That's thirteen month turnaround yeah, but, time. Yeah, but this movie, it's not an Avengers. It's not a movie that has sure. two hundred million dollar budget. The budget's probably going to be under fifty. It's a it's a low budget yeah. flick. So totally agree. And like, like, are we going to see him fall on the bat? Like, I just don't know what we're going to see. I just hope I don't even want to know his name. I hope we go the whole movie. We don't even know it, like Joe Schmo or anything like that. Joe Schmo. You know, that's just the typical Joe Schmo. <laughs> uh, you know, again, just because we've talked so damn much all the time about this movie that we're like, okay, how much more could we possibly talk about it? But I will say it is at least um, progress. Yeah. And that's something that we haven't had a lot of, of uh, faith in from DC. This is not a DCU film. It is. So don't. It's, it's, we're not it's, saying it's, a, it's yeah. a standalone Joker film. Um, but just the DC realm in general, we haven't had a lot of faith in it over the last couple of years. And we want to. We want to very badly. Yeah. And we want to love this movie. I We said last week, I like that it's a low budget. I think Joaquin Phoenix will do just fine. I really like the idea of Zazie Beats, as long as she's not Harley Quinn. And <clears throat> I did read Joaquin Phoenix finally kind of like spoke out about it a little bit. And he kind of said, like, like, how do you go about choosing a role? He's like, you know, when I read a script, he goes, I want to be like almost, you know, I want to be scared shitless. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to do. And he said, I read the script and that's how I felt. And he said, I'm going for it. So 
like I'll, he that got me a little bit hyped. The Birds of Prey movie has its like character roster. It looks like Black Canary, Cassandra Kane, Huntress, and Renee Montoya will all be joining the crew of that Margot Robbie, uh, Harley Quinn, like suicide. Who's missing? Movie. I don't know if you know this. Poison Ivy. Uh, hold on, hold on. The Asian chick from Suicide Squad, who was also Katana, in, but no. who was also in the Young Justice trip. Oracle. Oracle. Oh my God! From the Batman Arkham games, who is, ta- it's it's a it's a hold on, it's Detective Gordon's daughter, Barbara Gordon. Yeah, see. So I, I'm 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 on I, my I shit today. I don't know episode one fucking hundred. <clears throat> I don't know what they're doing with her because I don't, I feel like you can't have that without background or Oracle. Maybe they introduce that midway through, or they're kind of holding off on that news. But hey, I'm I'm all. Do for you them think characters. Oracle's big enough to hold off on? Don't you think yeah, you well, would? Well, it's you. I think I wasn't the only one who was was a little upset that there was no Batgirl on that on the roster. For sure, like Renee Montoya, she actually becomes the second question mm. after he dies of cancer. The original mm-hmm. um, question by Steve Ditko, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, I, again, this is a day one watch for me. Is it? Yeah, cool. Anything DC Marvel, it's a day one watch for me. <laughs> Marvel, uh, Marvel Brothers. How about Warner Brothers? Yeah. Warner Brothers will not be releasing a Zack Snyder director's cut of the Justice League. Yeah, I, I read there that he never even seen the finished film of Justice League yet. And um, Henry Table kind of came to his defense saying, even if there was a cut, I'm not saying there is, I don't think it's going to change people's opinions. So, and I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. I didn't read that. Yeah, that's I a read quote. That. That's yeah, an actual that Henry quote. Henry basically said almost word for word. Wow. Because I don't think it's going to change people's opinions. I was like, okay, you know, I can respect it. We're not going to get it. Just get over it and move on. Yeah. Now that you've had, it came out uh, November seventeenth. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, it came out the same day as I don't remember, but it came out a bunch of shit that came out yeah. that day. Um, has it aged with you yet? Have you? I, I only saw it. Uh, you two, saw it two, twice, two, right? two or three times. You saw it in the theater. I, mean, I do have it on. Book. I have it on Blu-ray. I have not bought it yet. Although yeah, I, I buy, I bought every, I buy every freaking DC Marvel film. But yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's tough for me because I grew up watching the best from Batman to Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. That's like the Justice League. That's where I think they should have based it. Again, this is where people. You said Unlimited. Yeah, that's Justice League yeah, Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the next. Yeah. If you're having trouble making the story, if your movies aren't working. Go to the people that did it successfully. Go to Alan Burnett. Go to Bruce Tim, Paul Dini. Go to them guys. They they started. They made like Batman in the '92. That's who gained so much popularity. They won Emmys on Emmys, and it just come on, guys, get this shit together. And then they introduced the bad credit card, Sam, and it's all downhill yeah, from there because well, that credit card has a max, baby. Damn you, George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got a new actually Aquaman. Joel Schumacher. I blame you. Yeah, that that's that's the winner because then you had ice skating bad guys and shit like he, that. Because he even apologized for the film. He saw my oh my tombstone is going to be the guy who ruined Batman <laughs> for like twenty a, years. There was a new Aquaman poster. I'm not yawning because of the Aquaman poster. I'm yawning because I've already been awake for five hours and it's only nine a.m. Uh, New Aquaman poster. You saw it. It's Aquaman. He's got the sea behind him with yep. the entire cast of Finding Nemo. And it was a really, really good poster. Uh, I, I loved it. Yeah, and I saw you posted the one where it was the that's edit right. with... That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. just, I just made that joke. Oh. I think I, I said that because I don't think you were paying attention. No, oh, I, well, I, was, I was thinking what I'm going to say next. And what I was going to say was Jason Momoa posted on Twitter last night. Like, he was, I'm back home. I'm in Hawaii. He's like, come on, guys. I got to show you something. He jumps off a ledge into the water, swims all the way basically down to the bottom and says, Aquaman trailer coming tomorrow. Today. That's cool. It's dropping. Yeah, it's coming today. We're going to see it. It's coming December 21st to theaters. It's uh, It's got home is calling is the tagline, which um, people are making fun of. But I think people are m- more making fun of this poster because it just looks like we've seen all of these Google image like 
aquatic life before. Yeah. There's the same shark twice right there. Yeah. There and there. It's the same shark. They have one, two, three Shamu whales. Yeah. It's just a little thrown together. But overall, I'm the biggest aquatic life yeah. fan ever. Yeah. Aquariums are probably my happy place. Yeah. So I dig the, the I dig this poster. And then obviously yeah. they made fun and of that, it with the with the Finding Nemo, which yeah, was that, hilarious, w- w- which was funny. And I didn't even pay mind. Like, it's the same shark, guys. Who gives a shit? It's a poster. Yeah. Wait for the goddamn shark. Wait for the movie, and then judge the film. Right, because then you're gonna see the same shark in live action, and then you can make fun yeah, of it. Then, no, yeah. In all reality, I'm actually looking forward to this trailer because this is the DCEU, yeah. and this is its chance to. Rebound. It's the only one coming the rest of the year, and then we're going into the next year with Wonder Woman yep. eighty four two or nineteen eighty four, yep. whatever whatever it's going to be named. But this is the chance for the DCU to make the stamp on two thousand eighteen with yep. Avengers, with Ant Man, with Black Panther, because this is ending the year. Yeah, there is no more Marvel film this year uh, that's going to really be able to take over. Uh, yeah, Venom. We'll see what we Venom does. Venom's not an MCU film though. Yeah, they, they they did say it's not. It's, so it's that basically standalone. says there goes Spider Man. It's in the Spider Verse. Oh, they yeah. they already said Spider. We'll get to the Venom yeah. stuff in a minute. I have it in the in here. There was some stuff that broke yesterday about Venom, but anyway. Uh, this is the opportunity for the DCU in 2018, so we're looking forward to it. We also have a couple movie reviews today. We're going to start with this one. This is the Teen Titans Go to the Movies review because we know we were all clamoring for it. Uh, Sam, I know you're looking forward to it. However, the only reason I I would sit through it is the potential of bringing back the original Teen Titans. The only reason I will sit through this. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is bonkers in the best way. A gleefully weird, frequently witty ride that has no desire to take itself or any other superhero movie too seriously. It's not essential viewing unless you're a fan of the TV series, but comic book fans will find plenty to appreciate even if it's not the most original take on the genre. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is a gleefully unhinged deconstruction of superhero tropes. 9.2. 8.0. I thought that's a solid rating. It's a very solid rating. I was expecting you to be around the 8.0. No, you went high as shit on when that. You started like, this film's great. Excellent. I, like, <laughs> I didn't okay. write the fucking like, I didn't hear anything negative. And then it was an 8.0. Ridiculous. <laughs> I guess because it's not essential. It's, it's viewing material. Go, it's for freaking kids. Uh, Listen, half the shit I do is for oh, kids. Oh, I hear you. What are you going to do? Uh, there was this insane Loki, uh, Loki Avengers 4 theory. We'll craft it for you real quick. Whenever you see Loki, he has things in his right hand. He's right-handed. However, um, there were two instances where he had something in his left hand. The first time is when he faked his death. The second one is when he went to kill Thanos. Yep. So people are crafting because he had it in his left hand, not his right, that it was an imitation Loki and that he's not actually dead. It, I actually read it and like I never looked into it like that deep and it actually makes... <laughs> no, it, because it, you have a life. It, it makes perfect sense. But I, Yeah, I don't know, man. But again... That's I, I would be kind of pissed because like That's, he's got to stay dead. But I, with, after gotta. seeing that, I like I could see them pulling one under us and saying, "No, no, that, he's that's alive. not pulling one under us though," because they bring everybody back. Yeah. Pulling one under us would yeah. actually be keeping and, him and, dead and, for and, once. And I think that's probably why Infinity War is not my number one, sure. knowing that everyone's coming back. Yeah, ninety percent of people are coming back. Yeah, and I, like I had that thought. And right? mainly, it's, it, it's mainly because they just tied all the, everything together. That's why it, it deserves to be in the top. Three. Yeah, and it's it is my number one because not the ending scene was crushing, even though you know they're coming back. But it was this, the hour and 45 but, minutes before but that. But that's that I why I, I couldn't make it. The, the yeah. Winter Soldier was perfect from beginning to end. Yeah. Infinity War had a couple slip-ups to me. But again, you have to, if you're going to incorporate 10 years of Marvel films into a freaking 
two and a half hour movie. Yeah. I appreciate the, the theory crafting out there. I I really do. I appreciate that Loki. You know, he's got an incredibly strong fan base yeah. that people want him well, back. Mainly women, right? And I I want him back. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston's great. Yeah. He's a fantastic actor. I love the Loki character. But to make the impact of the Loki character felt forever, it would be to keep if, him dead. If you like that was vicious. If you like Tom Hiddleston, check out Midnight in Paris. Mm-hmm. It was Owen Wilson. He he yeah. plays uh, one of the writers, but it was really good. I I just think that. Like if the MCU brings him back because of a left-handed crafted theory, it's it's it just sets this horrible. It continues this horrible yeah. precedent that the MCU is flaky. They told us like three different times that Tom's done as Loki, and he keeps coming back. It's yeah. like, all right, guys, come on, change it the freak up. There's more do, villains than Loki. You want to do a flashback scene where he makes an appearance or a cameo? Fine, Loki character as we know it. That dude, it, he looked like Joffrey from Game of yeah. Thrones. It's just well, when you get your next snap by Thanos. I it's mean, like that's yeah. all, and I'm totally good with yeah. it. As effed up as that sounds, yeah. I'm totally good with Tom Hiddleston being fucking dead. Uh, all right, anyway, Solo on Blu-ray is coming September 25th, and then digitally on September 14th. So we're gonna have in less than a month span, or about a month span, just like we did in the theaters. We're gonna have Avengers. And then yeah. Deadpool 2, and then Solo. Yeah. So there's $60 of our American Yeah, money. I got to pick it up. I have every damn Solo f- or Star Wars film. Yeah, me too. Uh, episode 8's still sitting in the in the packaging. I haven't opened it yet. Uh, I've seen it in theaters, but I have not watched it outside of that. I've only seen it once. Um, I will be picking up Solo because I just I am not going to not complete yeah. my collection of Star Wars movies. But I still don't know when I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. I just don't. Maybe... No, I, I, I can't even, you know... There's just I got six more X Men like, movies. If I, got if I put like stuff. when I buy it, I'm not gonna watch that for a long, long time. Yeah. So then there was some Venom stuff. Uh, there was new Venom footage shown. It wasn't necessarily a trailer. The footage has not been released yet, so you can't just go on YouTube and watch it. They did say they were gonna release it within the next month or two, so we can get a good idea of it. But from what it looked like and what it sounded like from people tweeting about it, that um, the symbiote is going to uh, detach from. Um, Tom Hardy. From Tom Hardy, or it was Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. You know, de- detach from him and almost formulate, formulate like Venom's head and neck so it can talk to him. Instead of just having the inner voice, yeah. it is going to show him while he's sleeping, pop out, look over at him, say some shit. Yeah. It's going to be dark. There yeah. is a scene where Venom bites somebody's head off. Yeah. So it's going uh, to be... As a, it should. And, the, and they said... The director said... Technically, it's not rated yet. We all know it's going to be rated. If they R, show blood, but it it's, <laughs> if you bite off someone's head and don't show me blood, you lose. Like it's a minus two points right off the bat. Yeah, I don't mean, just release it. Don't like it. That's like Lord of the Rings. They kill all these people, but there's no blood. That's why it was PG thirteen. Yeah, and but Deadpool, oh, not Deadpool. Venom, there's very little blood. We, we have an idea that this is going to be R rated. We can bet our bottom dollar on it. Yeah. But there's also uh, rumors that there's going to be five to six different symbiotes that Venom's going to be going up against. It's yeah. almost like the symbiote six, as I've called them in the past <laughs> four hours that I made that up, uh, that we're going to see. It looks like Carnage could be in the movie, but towards the end. So it's looking up. We'll find up, out and soon and if up. it's Woody. And it is and it is definitely looking up. We still don't know who Woody Harrelson's playing in this movie. So yeah. that would be a really but good... it makes sense for him to be Carnage. 100% it does. And then, uh, and then the last part of that would be officially 100% said by the director there is no Spider-Man yep. cameo. So, Which sucks. Yeah. Uh, they didn't do anything with Morbius. They didn't do anything with Silk, I think it is. The Korean Spider-Girl one. Yeah. Um, I think it's Silk. Um, they didn't do anything with Silver and Black or Silver and White. I forget what that spinoff is too. Oh, that was like the sil- um, it's silver, and- silver blade, or no, silver and white. I think it's called. It's the two girls. Oh, oh yeah, it was um, another spinoff. S- that guy kind of silver something, silver sable. I think 
No, it's two different characters. Yeah, I understand that, but that's one of the characters. That she's a female. She's like a mercenary. Oh, got it. Yeah, I think the yeah. film's name is Silver and White. It's Silver yeah. Sable and White something. So whatever mm-hmm. that looks like. They didn't do anything for that, yeah. too. But moving away from the Marvel DC world, Dragon Ball Super, Broly, the movie, got a trailer. And I would say that out of all the trailers we watched this week, this may have been the best. It, it, was, it was freaking maybe awesome. Not, maybe not as good as the, the Young Justice for you, but... Uh, dude, they're both, really they're both up there because I, I, I've watched every episode of every show, every movie released. And they... Cause, I'm glad that they're kind of redoing Brawly because, like, I again, Bio Brawly, <clears throat> Bio Brawly was the, the the last Brawly movie that came out, and it was garbage. Yeah. I, I absolutely it was the worst DBZ movie they ever made. But we're gonna get a whole bunch of iterations of him. Like, we're not just gonna get oh, oh god yeah. Super Saiyan. I don't well, know, whatever. You, god you already, mode of Broly, you already but we're saw get a lot of them. You saw Goku regular Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan god, two, Super Saiyan, Saiyan God, god mode, blue, Super Saiyan blue. blue. Like he was. All, I mean, I hope he hits Super Saiyan three because that's my favorite. That's the black haired. No, it just it's super long hair. Okay. Uh, he has no eyebrows. Yeah, it's been my favorite since I saw it when he did it with Boo. I believe I saw that in like a Tenkaichi or Budokai game. I don't so remember. So good. But uh, yeah, we're going to see. Coming to theaters f- January. He's going to fight Goku. He's going to oh, fight he's, Vegeta. They're going to get the ass kicked. And he's going to fight Frieza, which is oh, awesome. Frieza's going to die a horrible death again. <laughs> which is awesome. But we're going to see a lot of different iterations of Broly. So looking yeah. forward to that. And I lied to you because I forgot about the next trailer. The next trailer was my favorite trailer of the week. We got a new Bohemian Rhapsody I, trailer. I, I, ref- I didn't want to watch it because... It doesn't give... You can watch it. Oh. You I, can watch it. They, they have my money already. I don't want to see it. I, I'm good. I'll it's wait so, for the movies. It just looks so good. I know. Sam, I, it just, I'm there. It Day so one, I'm there. But it I don't need to so see good. it. I saw the first trailer. It was banging so you have my money done done <laughs> this is a movie i'd love to see on release night yeah uh it just this one's really 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 centered on freddy um and it gets a little bit into the story lore but i think we all know uh the, a lot about freddy yep. it doesn't dive too deep into his personal life but you see him on stage you see him uh in, in any iteration and also kind of interacting with with um partners we'll yeah. say but man it it just hit all the right notes, pardon the pun. I can't wait to see this. This is a night one C. Yep. They have my money. Go check it out. It's on YouTube along with the Dragon Ball Super trailer. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is coming two weeks early. It is now coming July 26, 2019. That's the new Tarantino film yep. based off of the serial killer. Uh, it's not John Wayne Gacy. It, it, Charles Manson. Charles Manson, thank you. Well, even though technically he never like killed by himself. It was his, his following. Right, he's yeah. a cult leader. Gruesome story, gruesome. Well, apparently it's going to be a gruesome movie. Oh, okay. Apparently it, it's going to be really I mean, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because I recently just watched like what really went on and the pictures they showed was absolutely brutal. Zombieland 2 gets a new, re- I'm sorry, gets an official release date of October 11th, 2019. Yeah, when people are thinking that we would never get it. And then to see it finally come out, because the first one was good. Probably Jesse Eisberg's best movie he ever did. Yeah, Woody was really good in it, too. Yeah. The Twinkies thing. Abigail Breslin, she was there. Abigail Breslin. She's coming back. I really liked it. I It hasn't held up for me as well as I'd like it I to. I haven't went back in forever. I'm just I'm zombied out, I think. I'm just yeah. zombied out. But it... it when Will I first Bill Murray it, come back? No. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, holy shit, this is good. Yeah. And if the entire original cast is coming back, like they said, isn't Emma Stone coming back? Cause she, yeah, she, she is. Him too. She's coming back. Um, then... This, she was it's, at, it's probably yeah. going to be good as long as they don't do the now you see me treatment because I really like the first one and the second yeah, one just I, blue I, chunks. Yeah, I, they had the one where they're keeping the card away from the, the cops. Yeah. That was I thought the, the coolest scene. But other than that, I could have done without the movie. Uh, we got a new full trailer for Glass as uh, as well. This was neat. Um, just opens up yesterday. Opens, or, yeah, I saw it yesterday. It opens up with the girl from American Horror Story. Can't remember her name right now. Uh, she's in a chair talking to someone. Well, it turns out that she's talking to three people. She's talking to Mr. Glass, a.k.a. Samuel L. Jackson. She's talking to James McAvoy. A.k.a. The Beast and 70 other people. And Bruce Willis, a.k.a. 
Hans Gruber. Who we knew that the hood made the appearance in Split yeah. and all those universes is tied to together. Yeah, and we know that Mr. Glass 97 breaks. Yeah. It was a really cool trailer, tied a lot together. Shot love, in Philly. Love that the shit's taking place in Philly. Just was going to say that. Love that it's taking place in Philadelphia. They do a really nice city landscape scene. So got to take. Uh, a little credit and for James that. McAvoy already already looks brilliant as all these guys, and he got jacked up again when the, when the beast comes out. Oh, I can't wait for this. Shit. He did get jacked up again, and I told you Split was pretty good until he got super jacked. I didn't oh, love that awesome. part. Loved but, it. But you see, there's one part of this trailer where he's like running on all fours awesome. across a across like a field, yeah. and you see him like leap at the end of it off Dude. screen, and I'm like, fuck. I mean, how I don't know how people say once he got shot twice in Split, and he came up and bent them bars. That was it for me. I thought that was like my favorite scene. In the damn they movie. mentioned that they said, and he can still bend yeah. steel. They I, mentioned that I in the trailer. Wait. This is day one. Thank you, M. Night Shyamalan. Have you ever been scared? No, but I, I saw. I did see a lady when you went to the bathroom. She did walk behind the lawn. I did see that. Oh my god! And I was like, no, I said, I even said, I was like, thank God, Greg went upstairs because he probably would have crapped himself. We <laughs> like to do the podcast with the window open and my back door open here because uh, it's nice to look outside. And then I'm looking up and I see a figure yeah. walking past Sam, and I literally skipped the beat yeah. and lost my. I breath. looked and saw the fear in his eyes of, I, a, of a woman. I, can't, well, I didn't know it was a lady. It's my next door neighbor, but I didn't know that. Yeah. I want to go back and listen to this episode and hear my. Because you, yeah. you can hear it. But yeah, yeah, now I hear her outside. Uh, anyways, so. Um, where are we at? The Equalizer 2 got a review. We have the review for you here. So let's do the Equalizer Part 2. Good old Denzel. All right, where are we at? There's a lot of shit, man. We have a lot of goddamn things to review. Here we go. The Equalizer 2's conventional storytelling is certainly weak, and the violence <laughs> is particularly brutal. But Denzel Washington and Antoine Fuqua, Fuqua yeah. uh, have created a unique Punisher with heart vigilante character that is pleasant. That is a pleasant thrill to watch and is a modest delight to revisit. Denzel Washington is always cool to watch, but the Equalizer 2 itself is oddly placed and lacks a strong villain. 7.0. 6.5. I was in the ballpark. Uh, First one was really good. Our film of the week, Mamma Mia, here oh, we go God. again. I can't no, believe you're even reading it. Knows ex- it's for the ladies. Knows exactly what it is, what its target audience wants, and how changing things up, ticking boxes, and tapping ch- toes are charming, entertaining, and way better than it was. Wow. And way better than many expected it to be. Not how I ended wow. that sentence. Um, Mamma Mia, here we go again. Won't win over any haters, but it'll certainly please fans of the original. 7.0. 7.0. My man. Good stuff. You heard that fist bump on this show, ladies and gentlemen. That was nice. Uh, Here we go again. I'm sorry. That was it. Godzilla, City on the Edge of Battle Review. This is the new animated film they just announced a few weeks ago, and it's already out, which is nuts. Godzilla, City on the Edge of Battle, takes some promising ingredients, but cooks them into an unplatable meal. We never understand what the protagonists are fighting for, and there's not even a satisfying scene of urban destruction which is a Godzilla staple. It fails emotionally and viscerally. Uh, Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle is a huge failure. 4.0. 4.5. Damn it. You gave it not enough credit, just a little bit. But we did also get a Godzilla King of Monsters teaser starring uh, Millie Bobby yep. Brown. Um, only about 45 seconds, and there's yeah, only Godzilla great. audio, but they called out the, the organization behind uh, a lot of destruction, and it was pretty neat. And we're probably going to get more of those types of teasers. It wasn't a full trailer, but it's 45 seconds. Go check it out on YouTube. It's longer than us talking about it here. Uh, we're, we're both seeing uh, the movie. Unf- of course. Unfriended Dark Web, the sequel to the shitty Skype horror movie, is out. 
unfriended dark web turns the internet into a boring boogeyman where everything your grandparents warn you about is 100% real and everyone online is too dunderheaded to notice until it's too late. The scares are ridiculous. The plot makes no sense and you'll probably spend the whole time running, uh, I'm sorry, the whole running time wishing someone would spill a drink on their keyboard and erase this movie's hard drive. The internet is a terrifying place except for the dreadful unfriended dark web blocked 4.0 2.2 damn painful out of and i would never see the movie anyway 2.2 out of 10 painful uh now we have our box office for the week our box office we usually get the screenshots this one has 31 number 31 don't worry he won't get far on foot made eighty-three thousand dollars. uh but our top 10 number 10 falling from number seven at 2.9 million dollars is oceans eight number nine falling from number six is uncle drew at 3.1 million number eight falling from number five sicario day of the soldado at 3.8 million number seven jumping up from number 16 sorry to bother you at 4.2 million number six falling from number four the first purge at 9.3 Number five, falling from number two is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom at 16.1 million. Number four, falling from number three at 16.2 million is The Incredibles 2. New to the list at number three at $24.9 million, a flop, Skyscraper. Number two, falling from number one, Ant-Man and the Wasp at 29 million. And number one, new to the list, Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation at 44 million. Good old Adam Sandler. Sorry for the lawnmower, everyone. <laughs> for the last couple minutes, you've heard a lawnmower. It has now stopped. Uh, but what? I was just going to say, excuse me, can you just stop using it? Thank you. <laughs> I felt really awkward doing that. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, good for you. Hey, man, it was going to happen for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And we have an interview in an hour, so I needed to get it done. I was like, no, I'll do it at 12 o'clock, I promise you. So uh, I'm now mowing two lawns. <laughs> So hopefully you get before because they're calling for rain around twelve. Yeah, well I'm gonna do it. God damn it. What are they? Are they? Oh yeah, they are. No, two o'clock. I got two o'clock, so I'll get it done. Next door neighbor, I promise you it will get done. In the TV section, Orange is the New Black season six review. Uh here we go. Where are we at? You just get thrown off there. Uh are sure that you stopped watching? Or no, you- I'm fucking loving it. Orange is the New Black season six is definitely deteriorating a bit here. In the, I'm sorry, is <laughs> definitely deteriorating a bit in the sixth season. But the switch to a new location, complete with new rules and dangers, make for a marked improvement over last year's chaos. The humor at this point on the series can often feel like a disservice, but the dramatic beats, redemptive arcs, and the show's long memory create a powerful and moving mosaic. Orange is the New Black improves over its fifth season with the inmates getting transferred to Litchfield's maximum security prison. For the Before we do the score, I like season five a lot. It's my favorite season uh, since season one, so I'm really looking forward to this. 8.0. 8.5. Looking really forward to Orange is the New Black. It's coming soon, so we're looking forward to that. I think next weekend, I think it comes out. But the DC Universe, something we're probably going to spend a little bit more time on than anything else in the show, is uh, well, the rest of the show, is priced out at $8 a month or $75 for the year. We finally have the yeah. pricing. I would never do the year payment. Frig that. I will pay $8 a month. Thank but it you. makes more sense to do I don't give a payment. shit about three three extra months. No, no, no. The three extra months is if you pre-order it. If you do it uh, now, you get the three months. $8 over 10 months is 80 bucks. Add two, that's 16 That's $96. It's a $20 savings. But me just kind of basically going back to work and still not really... It's the same thing as a PlayStation thing. Though. But still... You I don't, don't do PlayStation by the month. You do it $60 a year, don't you? I don't. I haven't had the internet for PlayStation in probably two years. Yeah. Why do I see you online? I, I don't pay for it. I haven't paid for it. 
It might be auto-debited. You might want to check. I might have to because <laughs> I haven't paid that in forever. I see you online at Stampede21589 with your Kratos thing all the time. Pissed. So you might want to check that out. Oh, changing my card that quick. <laughs> we did get a Titans trailer. Um, you know, you and I texted about it yeah. and, and I and you were pretty pissed off at me. But what No, it's not do? pissed. It's just people who don't know the backstory. It's like, oh, why is he, why is he Red Hood? It's like, oh, dude, him and Batman had a falling out. It's probably right after it's he's right pissed. After. You could tell he's right after, he's, especially the first spoken word is fuck. I, I haven't seen so many people butthurt over the word fuck. I was like, Jesus oh, dude, are you kidding me? It was Christ. fine. I was, was like, here we go. Just seeing everyone like, but people who know, like shared my opinion. I did see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping people will give it a chance. You know, again, the whole trailer wasn't perfect. It was, wasn't edited the best. Right. That's my point. Yeah. So when I told you it sucked, the trailer sucked. It wasn't because Titans is going to suck. Yeah. It was because this trailer sucked. Yeah. It was the trailer that I'm judging, not the people or a piece behind it or the story behind it. Starfire. Uh, I finally got what I wanted to say about Starfire. She reminds me of Jamie Foxx's Electro. They look equally yeah. okay. Shit. I can see that. Yeah, I'm, they just I'm, look really. It looks like her skin. They didn't do anything to it, but in post, they added glow to it. I mean, okay, we understand Starfire's orange. Yeah, but Gamora's green. She looks great in makeup in in Guardians. You can't just throw orange like the same thing. Like that's kind of what she looked like. Yeah, I don't. The, the wig looked cheap. I don't know. I, I'm going to give her a chance, but I just did not like the way she looked. Beast Boy, I'm still kind of up in the air. Yeah, like, I didn't like him either that much. He has to be green like Gamora, so it yeah. shouldn't be that hard. I would have contacted them. Look, what do you guys do? What can we use? Blah, blah, blah. But again, he transforms. It's going to be all CGI because how the fuck can someone yeah. act? In, he could be any animal. Yeah. So how are they going to do that without CGI? Yep. Raven looked good. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought Raven, Raven was okay. Good. Um, I won't say she looked great, but she looked good. She looked, you know, it, it reminded me of the first X-Men movie when um, Anna Paquin Still, is, yeah, she's like trying yeah. to yeah, she's trying to find out her powers, and she's this lost girl, and yeah. it almost kind of reminded me of that from a story perspective. But I think Robin looked good; he's going to carry the show. Yeah, uh, clearly he looks so badass. I like that the R was a ninja star. I think that's yeah. a throwback to the comics. But uh, could overall, be where Batman begins when he kind yeah, of throws yeah. out against the wall. Uh, but really neat uh, in terms of Robin. I liked Raven. I would say probably Robin, Raven, Beast Boy, yeah. Starfire. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, a shame because I love Starfire. I think she's like even in um. Yeah. Teen Titans, like she was, even though she was a little goofy, she was still good. Yeah, but overall, it was a decent trailer. I think it was on the probably lower side of decent. You thought probably thought it was on the higher side of decent because you yeah. have a lot of faith in this product. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a, it, and you know, you know, when it releases, everyone's gonna watch it because yeah. it's the first, it's a flagship and the first show of DC Universe. You know as well as I do that even if it's good, people are going to find yeah. a way to shit on it. I'm pretty sure it looks like they're teasing that possibly Raven's father is possibly going to be the bad guy. Yep. So I'm kind of hoping that like – Trigon, baby. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping like Robin kind of goes in. Yeah, he's pissed off in the beginning. But then as the show progresses, he kind of gets maybe more a little bit lighthearted. And then you know, I'm hoping for the season finale, he transfers to Nightwing. There was a guy in a suit though who punched somebody like through a porta potty. It looked like that was definitely not Trigon. So I don't know who that could be. Maybe they're doing some sort of daredevil where it's my associates and my clients and my boss before you get to Kingpin. I don't know. We'll see how that kind of works out. But the trailer from a story perspective was fine. I don't mind that. I don't know enough about it to be judge to be judgmental on the story aspect. I can only look at the trailer, judge the trailer as a trailer. It left me wanting, but it left me wanting. Yeah. So at least I'm interested to watch the yeah, to watch again, the show. But you know the DC haters out there are going to find well, a way to of shit. Of course, they're, they're also always going to be them. And you know we still don't know if the whole season is going to drop, if it's going to be an episode or one a week. So I'm waiting to see what happens. 
happens there. Jeff Johns is writing and executive producing a 13-episode Stargirl series for the DC Universe. Yeah, this came out of nowhere. I was not expecting this to come as Stargirl. Because, yeah, Starman kind of passes down his little magic shaft, like a Gandalf type of thing. No, from when he was Starman on NES Pro Wrestling, I get it. Uh, yeah, he, he went from a wrestling it, career to having a daughter it, who's a crime exactly. fighter. I'm so, with you. it's good to see now, like... Okay, what did what was the reason Jeff John stepped down to just write Hal Jordan? No, he's also going to be doing this, this, and this. So that's kind of what I figured he let's do, to do more kind of TV or movies rather than just being the head of DC. Mm-hmm. Supergirl has cast Sam Witwer from Smallville as Agent Liberty. Yeah, and he played um, Doomsday on Smallville, so it's cool that they're kind of going back, like you know, to the old actors. I, I did, I thought he did a great part, so. Bring on Supergirl. There was a Batwoman series announced and in development for the CW for 2019. She's going to be first appearing in the crossover event. That, yep. that everyone said it's we huge. Reported on a month and it's our really first good. lesbian superhero on live action. So that, that's kind of good to see. Kind of oh, branch out a little bit. That's neat. Yeah. That's really Kate cool. Kane. So yeah, I'm very interested. That's another day one watch for me. Iron Fist Season 2 will premiere September 7th. And it looks like Steel Serpent and Typhoid Mary will be the villains. And I, I think that's awesome. I know the trailer just dropped on... It was um, like 45 seconds. It was more of a teaser than a trailer. I thought they were going to drop a trailer. They probably were going to drop a I, I didn't see it. Yeah, I just did see like a little the teaser. 45 where he's in the alleyway and there's dudes ganging up and he does well, the like fist into the, the ground. The one you see, it's... Uh, I think Finn posted it on his Instagram where he was like driving by and it was like the Iron Fist symbol. And mm-hmm. then like the green went out and then it was the Steel Serpent symbol in the middle of it. That's cool. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, there's a def- about a 45 second teaser. Finn Jones is in an, an alleyway. Uh, he's getting ganged up on by a bunch of dudes. It looks like one, and then it goes to two, then three, then four, yeah. and all of a sudden he's like, and it slows down. It goes on a weird camera angle, but he turns into, I guess he I don't, turns into, he uses the iron fist yeah. move into the ground and punches the ground, and then it goes black, and then it does yeah. the whole. And thing it looks like you know Misty Knight's in it. I'm hoping that Power Man's going to make an appearance, Luke Cage, just like he did in Luke Cage season two. So mm-hmm. I'm hyped. Cloak and Dagger kind of crosses streams with Luke Cage. Speak of the devil. Yeah, because they mentioned Detective Misty. Yeah. So that that was kind of cool. And actually, dude, Cloak and Dagger's. But I watched um, Thursday's episode. It was the best episode so far, and I, it it's not that bad. Is this the Freeform show? Yeah, and yeah. for to be on Freeform and, and like showing what they're showing and like how Cloak's doing his power and how Dagger's doing hers, like it, it's pretty damn good. Way better than I expected. Uh, something I hope is way better than people expect is mm. Joss Whedon is working on a Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot. Now we're gonna have I don't know. Uh, who it is yet, but it looks like it's going to be an African-American lead yeah, that's uh, for Buffy, uh, which is completely what? fine, but it's a different take on the series, so I'm excited to see it's how that so goes. so soon for a reboot. Like, that was like, we were in high school when that shit was out. Yeah, but they rebooted Spider-Man three times since then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's, I don't know. It's got a I, huge I, I never, audience. I never got into that. It's got I, a- I never, I'm not even a fan of David Boranis him and his the other goddamn show. What is it? He drinks wine. Every, no, Angel. Angel, the other one. He drinks wine. Bones? Every, Terrible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I will never watch this show. Hey, but if you guys like it, enjoy it. It I trust Joss Whedon. Buffy's got a really, ah, really Ultron, big, I don't know. <laughs> really big cult following. Um I really enjoy the show. It one of the episodes won an Emmy. Um so it's got its hooks. It's been one week since you looked at me. <laughs> Rolled your eyes and something. Then, uh, That's all I know. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. As long as they're not going to reboot Angel. That show never did it for me. But Joss Whedon rebooting Buffy, that'd be cool. But season uh, Stranger Things Season 3 got a teaser that revealed a new character, Robin. She's played by Maya Hawks. And uh, it ended with See You Next Summer. So it looks like we're going to get a mid-2019 release. And, and, and I think that's just enough time to keep me, you know, 
to go back in that Stranger did, Things did, world. Yeah, because you weren't overall enthused with the second season as much. I just that one episode. There was just one episode, Se- episode seven, that I didn't like. Did but you, other than that, I liked it. Did you? Uh, season one did was you still watch better. The though. Teaser? No, I didn't. It was fun. It was a 1980s horribly shot mall where the kids go through the mall and everybody's like the soda fountain, paper oh, hats geez. on. It was pretty fun. It was it was nice. It was like this nice little fun um, they, thing. They got my attention, so I'm going to watch it regardless. Nickelodeon is reviving now. They did Double Dare. They did the uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple movie. They're now reviving the Rugrats for 26 episodes, and they're doing a live-action film featuring CG characters. Well, this I is w- pretty big news. No, it, that's kind of cool. I, I always loved Rugrats as a kid. I always Love watched them. it. I watched the movie when that came out years ago, and it's I'm interested to see what the animation is going to look like, how the characters are going to change and look. So it's interesting. I'm interested in the voice work more than anything okay. because the Doug was ruined when it went to Disney yeah. because of the voice once acting. You got, once you got rid of Billy West, see ya. And Rugrats was ruined when it was all grown up. And the new I, one, I did watch a new animation with, it wasn't the same. with Dill. Dill just yeah. killed it for me. Yeah. I did not like Dill. If there is no Dill, if this is a Dillless Pickles family, I am very happy about that. Yeah. But I, it's all about the voice acting yeah. to me. I love the new DuckTales animation, even though I never thought I would. Yeah. So I'm cool with changing the art style. What I am not cool with is bad voice acting. Yeah. In an animated show, it's kind of a big yeah. deal. I need it to be good. An update to a story from last week or the week before. Vince Gilligan says that the Better Call Saul season four cameo will not be Jesse or Walt. Pissed. I still think it's the, my number one. I still think it is. That I, random. I, I, I still say Walt. <laughs> uh, we'll see, man. I, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Skyler. Maybe no, it's. Uh, please, anyone but maybe Skyler. It's Walt Jr. Anyone but Skyler. You never know. Maybe it's. I don't know. We did a top three on it three weeks ago or two weeks ago, so check that out. Go on. American Horror Story Apocalypse is going to pick up where Season 1's Murder House left off. Ironically, Season 1 Murder House, the last time American Horror Story was any good, and it was by far the best season. So I think that this picking up where it left off is going to be awesome. I really, is it, really, is really Is that the really one Zachary it. Quinto was in that yes. season? Okay. Uh, I saw one episode with him. I just thought it was okay, but that was all I've ever seen. Yeah, I think he was the husband. And Connie something from Friday Night Lights and whatnot, she was the mom in that. I thought that that season was super, super, super good. Um, we know at the end that that the baby was born. The baby is now going to be a demon child. So that's where this is going to pick up. Uh, the te- the uh, poster for it is pretty what are they, screwed ripping up. off Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, literally uh, their last season. That's exactly what happened. It, you bastards. It's going to be cool. And then the Walking Dead season nine got a five minute and trailer. I, and I watched, I watched it. every second of it, and it still just sucks. It's, I mean, <sighs> Rick's got it all up here, and, and brown and, and ready to roll. Then super gray beard. I just don't get and it. And he kind of. His his panel was yesterday on San Diego Comic, and he's like, he was, he said, no, he said, guys, obviously there's an elephant in the room. I'm going to address it now. This is my last season. Yep. And you know, um, what's the guy's name who created it? Robert Kirkman said, you know, hey, we will always love Andrew Lincoln. What he did for nine years, he spent away from his family, just pouring sweat into this role. Yeah. And he's like, I'll always love you guys. You, this is the best, you know, best like happiest moment of my career. And so it's good to see that he's kind of going out the way he wants to. So I'm assuming he's going to die. I don't think he's just going to um, ride off into the sunset. I'm begrudgingly going to watch it. I begrudgingly not. Screw this show. It's and like our, trail- our roles are, are flipped between the Buffy. It's like, whoop, whoop. The trailer flip. just stunk. Oh, great. Carol has a gun. Oh, great. Maggie and, has And they a said gun. it's still no. going to. You watch. If the ratings keep going down, this show is going to get canceled. I said it last time. They, we they talked said it's the it. number one show. I said two Bitch, years. it was the number one show four years ago. Don't I, lie. I said it ends after season 10 or 11. 
maximum. That's mm-hmm. it. And we're going to continue to get more Fear the Walking Dead and God Walking forbid. Dead crossovers. We're going to see a lot of that because it helps ratings for both shows. They're going to try their best to cross over as many characters from the main show into Fear as possible. But we'll see how that goes. Into the gaming section. Uh, I want to talk for a second because in 15 minutes it starts is the ESA Summer 2018. It's the Eastern Speedrunners Assembly Marathon. It's not seven days. It is nine days. The next nine days, we're going to have an AGDQ-like speedrunning marathon. Think of GDQ, but in Europe, seven days, no commercials. Then the last two, there's only going to be parts of each day that have speedruns going on. So it'll be a full week with no commercials, all speedruns. Check out the schedule on ESA. Um, their Twitch, just go to yeah. ESA or Eastern Speedrunners Assemble on their Twitch page. Type in the schedule. You can find the schedule. I will tell you right now, the second game, I think the first one's Dark Souls. The second one is God of War, uh, the original for PS2. <laughs> but I'm super, super hyped on this. But they're playing it on PS4, though, right? The remastered? No, they're playing the original PS2 version. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'll tell you real quick just some of the cool games on the schedule. I won't go through everything because who got time for that? Yeah, nine days of games. We'll nine be here all day. We've got an interview days. less than an hour. Nine days of games. But yeah, Dark Souls 3 is the first game, then God of War. And then Cuphead. This is just today. Super Mario Land 2, Gremlins 2, Darkwing Duck, Castle of Illusion, Hollow Knight, Fable, Ratchet & Clank, Warhammer, and Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. That's just... That's and then, a solid list. And then Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. And then Tomb Raider. Like, they're just kicking yeah. you in the face. Great game after great game. And all money, again, going to charity. This one will also go to charity. Yeah, this is... Um, Basically, to me, like that's I the said, incentive. If you like games or whatever, if you don't, it's yeah. going to a great cause. They're yeah. not just playing games for the hell of it. They got Halo 3. They got Outlast. They got Amnesia, Silent Hill, Neo. Yeah. They got Neo in an hour and 50 minutes. Impressive. All main missions. Did you try that? Did you start that yet? Not until I'm done Uncharted. Gotcha. They have Horizon Zero Dawn, which just came out last March. So they already have that getting speedrun. I'm really looking forward to that. They have, I meant to mention this for GDQ, uh, AGDQ. They have a race. Of Densha Day D Lightning Stage. This is going to be at 4:48 a.m. It's 25 minutes, any percent race on PC. What is Densha Day D Lightning Stage? Before you answer the question, before you answer the question, I, I, there is do, no answer. You know, I you don't know, even know. You know, what you, know I'm you know, you know, you know this. Before you answer it, here's the two t- t- context clues: that letter and the word stage. Initial D. <laughs> it's initial D. Oh wow! With trains. It's hilarious. Somebody uh, did a train version of Initial D. Dude, you race literal long ass trains across tracks. Uh, it's the funniest. You don't you don't mess with Initial D. I you, don't know. I got, let the bad taste in my it mouth. Was funny Fuck because, the trains. It was funny because I was like, there's a train mod game of Initial D. Like, there's a manga. There's all this shit about train races. I, I, I'm glad someone likes it. But it's cool because we loved Initial D. Yeah, but you don't and it's mess with Initial on. D. You keep that alone. Yeah. Fuck the trains. Sonic 2, Battletoads. I just want to go to the last game of the event. What's it ending with? It's ending with... Sorry for the dead air. Ooh, Crash Bandicoot 2. That's cool. Super Mario World or something. Um, We'll find out. Oh, won't we? Wow. Nothing really good. It's not really ending with anything well, good. Well, at least day one's good. The The whole marathon's good, except for the last day. I didn't really find anything on the last day that was worth that, for we'll, me. We'll but. skip it. We won't even mention the last one because it sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, but check that out. It starts in 12 minutes with Dark Souls 3. There was a new Spider-Man 4 trailer for San Diego Comic-Con. It, re- it uh, revealed that mystery uh, villain from the E3 trailer. It is Silver Sable. Um, and they're getting a PS4 Pro red bundle that looks yeah. amazing. Did I you mean, look at it? I did. I, I won't get it because my 
No, right, for PS4, it is still working, not going with. But the trailer looked freaking awesome. I think every Spider-Man villain is in this game, yeah. so that's kind of awesome. And the the game just looks so good. It does. I, they won by. I would not be surprised if you think that's your game of the year over God of War. When it's all said uh, and done. I, don't I wouldn't know. be surprised. I'm just, I don't think it'll happen, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It, if it's, you're pro- like, it's probably on the list. Oh, it'll, if, what else is going to be on your list? Uncharted. <laughs> it can't. It did come out. This year. I, that's the games I played this year. Unless you were the games that came out this year, or games that we that's played what, this year. That's what what that's what game of the year means. It means game of the I year. Well, we'll see how <laughs> we word came it. Out. We'll see how we word it. <laughs> it's not a pick of the week, Sam. It's a game of the year. We'll word it. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe gets new uh, DLC. It's free. It's Link's Breath of the Wild tunic and that's cool. The motorcycle free is for me. All for free. Free for me. And by the way. It's available right now. That's awesome. So go on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, download it, race as Link as a motorcycle on one race, never do it again because, you know, it's a year, it's a five year old game at this point. Let's move on. Can we get Mario Kart 9, please? I'm looking forward to it. Epic Games has made more than $1 billion from in game purchases on Fortnite. Unbelievable. Unfucking. I cannot believe this game is as big as it is. Epic Games, famous for creating what game series? Gears of War. So they That's went from why I don't know to Fortnite. I love trivia questions for shit I don't even play. Thank you <laughs> very much. That's why it's not a trivia question. Exactly. Capcom would like DMC5 to be a consistent 60 frames per second. I want to do a quick explanation for you of why that's good, but also why that's not so good. Yeah. You know what frames per second yeah. is? The frame rate of the game, God of War played at 60 and it was still beautiful. Actually, I think God of War played at 30. When you have a game that plays at 60 frames per second, it looks smooth, looks yeah. great. It's not, not choppy. But you do have to sacrifice a little bit of graphical fidelity yeah. when you have to up the frame rate. So maybe that means that DMC5 won't look as pretty as, let's say, a God of War. Although, if it looks anything like that trailer we got, yeah. it's going to look amazing. Yeah. If they can pull that off of 60 FPS I while looking just gorgeous, I have faith. this game is probably going to be your 2019 game of the oh, year. Oh, 100%. I mean, it probably is I mean, anyway. All, 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 they show, all I need to see with that last second of Dante. Oh, in. Perfect. And Dante looks good. The yep. old Dante looks good. So, uh, Brother Nero's in good, exactly. <laughs> in good uh, form there. Microsoft reportedly not willing to delay Crackdown 3 any further. My question is, does this mean that any further delays will result in the cancellation of the game? They've canceled plenty of games before Scalebound comes to mind or does that mean they're just going to release it in whatever state they have it in? i mean i think they're so far along i can't see them just straight up canceling it they've done it before unfortunately from there's this precedent. from this far there's precedent mm. yeah but it's crackdown this game is bigger than any of the other games I, I know, I know the fans of crackdown are you know there's a, obviously a lot of them. we are rabid fans we love our crackdown yeah i just I just want a solid Crackdown game. I don't want a Game of the Year Crackdown. I just want something where I just go into a, a sandbox, <laughs> I have fun, yeah. I collect my orbs, I get stronger, I get faster, I jump higher, I explore a city, I blow shit up, and I have fun doing it. I don't need this incredible story like Bioshock levels of, of intensity. Yeah. Give me some fun sandbox gameplay. That's all I'm looking for. I'll have fun with it. Finally, Antonio Brown has been named the Madden 19 cover athlete. So we got a little T.O., a little Antonio Brown. I, and a I like the one you put up better. Care. I like the one you posted on our Instagram the best. That was hilarious. At We Podcast, we know things. You can see uh, my version of the cover of Madden 2019. It is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles version where Tom Brady, just out of his reach, is that fourth down pass. When it pops out of his hands. That, that was, that was that hilarious. Catch. I wish that was real. Uh, in the music space, Sam, you went to a show the other night, Taking Back Sunday, yeah. and Coheed in Cambria. How was it? It was my first time at Festival Pier. Was never at a concert Love there. Festival Pier. And it was Great way place. better than I thought. I was like, damn, I have to go to more shows here. So I've been to five or six there. And, and thank Great God. It, it rained the day before, so we had perfect weather. 
um, stories so far opened up. And you know me, and I'm honest, brutally honest. When you just stand there and do nothing, that's why I stayed my first show. I didn't like staying because they didn't have energy. They just sat there. The lead singer put his hands behind his back the entire show and shook a tambourine like once every other song. That was it. And I, there was no energy there. I thrive on enthusiasm. I mean, I guess he had a good voice, but there was no there was no energy there. So I wasn't a fan. Taking back Sunday, however, completely first time I ever saw them live. Yep. They kind of blew me out of the water because I, I was never a huge Taking Back Sunday fan as you were yeah. back in the day. Still are. Yeah, I, I would imagine though you screamed. She said, "Don't!" at the at the loudest you possibly. Could. I mean, between "Q Without the E" and they closed, make it was "Make Damn Sure." Make Damn Sure is a great song. Uh, dude, the crowd went freaking nuts. The energy that he's running around screaming, he's talking. It, it was funny. It was collaborative. His energy was everyone's rocking. You showed Adam's energy. great. Adam's I love great. it. Adam's and he great. put on a great show. Yeah, Fred's not in the band no more, but they. I thought they did a great a- job. Adam's great, and also the whole band was in Degrassi. So oh, I mean, God. I'm good with it. <laughs> and Coheed again, my first time seeing Coheed. I've never seen Coheed. Yeah, um, I talk about energy. And Claudio's them fucking oh, he, man. He, he still his hair, his mane is is crazy. <laughs> uh, Machi must be going between. Um, um, did Alex it? go with you? No, no, J- Josh Eppard, because remember he was mm-hmm. when he left the band, he was mm-hmm. in terrible things. We Came got back. to get his autograph, and yeah. his energy between him and Claudio just rocking out. They, I, I was sold, and it, I only they only played two new songs. I didn't listen to their new CD yet, so they're the only two songs I didn't know. Did they close out with Favorite House? No, that was like no, song seven, but they did right play in the middle of the set. It was right in the middle, huh. I think. What they what they closed with the I, suffering. It might have been. It might have been the suffering. It might have been. They they played "Wake Up." I recorded the whole song. It's nice. one of my like. I would have never thought I would have saw it live because even Machi and Lara, like they saw Kobe like eight times. They never heard "Wake Up." I recorded the whole thing. Machi and Lara went with you. Yeah, but they went to the bathroom. We were like in the pit, so they never saw them. So like right before Kobe go, comes on, they go to the bathroom. Never saw them again. Were you by yourself during? Kobe? No, no. It was like me, E, um, Buddy Neil was there. We oh, met so up with went Bubbles with and Chelsea. I went up meeting Damien there. Like I saw so many people from high school. I was like, holy shit, it's a reunion, brother Nero. Yeah, that, that was brother. my that was my tagline. But dude, it was a great show. The set list was awesome. Definitely recommend seeing them. If I could have a pick of the week for music, it would be Spotify Premium in general. I picked up Spotify Premium this week. Um, got a nice introductory rate. Got to get the yeah. savings. Uh, but damn, dude, Spotify changes the no, fucking game. It's They put you on the so many bands that like just similar to this being like that's how I, I got into for the win i was playing this i think postseason and then for the win came i was like holy shit why not buy even though i have spotify i want to buy in their albums on itunes yeah. itunes so i could have it on my phone i love the thought of that i i mean i buy a lot of records and i love the thought of supporting artists like yeah. that but damn dude i have a lot of songs on my iphone that yeah. i just don't have room for anymore so the, the that's why i got the 128 gig the thought that i can just now uh, listen to all of it streamed yeah. and just change the game awesome. for me. I can set up playlists. It's like, got like, everything. Live iTunes, tracks, it has freaking everything. It's got everything. It's a great value, great service. So I just got Spotify. Hope you guys have it. If you don't, I really look into it because it's really it's worth like it. It's like 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks a month. Yeah, yeah it's worth it. Uh, Marvel teases a big X-Men comic announcement for San Diego Comic-Con. It did not happen as of yeah, yet. Yeah, We'll get to you next week. I was hoping it was going to happen here, but I'm interested to see what this big news is. Uh, Is it comic related? Is it movie? Is it TV? Is it game? I'd probably say it's a little bit of everything because they still have The Gifted. That's X-Men show on Fox. They're coming back for its second season or third. And then between what they're going to do now with the X-Men movies because... I would love an X-Men game. Yeah, true. Oh, where you can change characters. Maybe they announced kind of a new Wolverine because obviously Hugh Jackman said he's retired. So I'm interested to see what this news is. I'm, I'm super hyped. 
Or maybe they announced, hey, this Gambit movie's finally going to get friggin' made. But I digress. I don't know if they would say it's a huge announcement if it was just oh, the Gambit G- film that we already know about. That's I my second favorite something X-Men. something we already know about. I think that we're going to get Aaron Paul as Wolverine. God forbid. <laughs> Spider-Gwen changed her name in the comics. Yeah, the, the creators changed her name because, I guess, I don't know the whole lore because I'm not a Spider-Gwen fan, really. And they changed it to, the hell they changed I don't even remember what it was. I, that's why I didn't write it because I figured you had I, it. I forgot what it was. I'll get it. I'll get it for the loyal listeners out there because you think. all deserve it. Don't worry. We don't have to small talk it. I'm just going to put a little pregnant pause in here to when I find it. What the hell is her name? It God damn! I just watched be... the trailer yesterday. God damn it! Because they're releasing the, like the uh... Ghost Spider, Ghost Spider, whatever the frig. They cut right off Ant Man like <laughs> Ghost. Oh, let's look Ghost Spider. God, what? get the hell out! Of it. Then there's the whole the female show they're releasing with Quakes in it. Spider Gwen, what? Oops. Ghost Spider. Jeff Johns. Oh, Jeff Jesus Johns. Christ. Jeff Johns. He's writing a new Shazam comic. And, and that's cool. So he's, dude, he's, he's got his hand in a lot of things. But a lot of things. We've said his name a couple I times. I do so. trust Jeff Johnson because I do like Shazam. I'm looking forward to this movie. I think Zachary Levi is going to kill it for this role. We got the first details of the three Jokers. Mm. That's, a, of course, another story by Jeff Johnson. Yep. Mr. Fayback. It's, it's only going to be a three-issue miniseries. And a lot of people, myself is, included, is it going to be one Joker character in each? I don't know. I, I, we don't. They they only release a little bit of info. Gotcha. So people were always wondering. Cause it's been a while since we heard anything. Is this mm-hmm. going to happen? You left a cliffhanger. There was three Jokers. We didn't know if they were going to continue it or whatever. So I'm hype as shit. I suggest everyone pick up these three issues when they come out. I'm hype as shit for this next story. Mattel is making Mario Kart Hot Wheels. They look really cool, and they're five bucks a piece. There's no fucking Waluigi. Fuck that. <laughs> He said, but if there was, you would be so hyped. You'd, I would, I'd, you would have bought be the all. only one I'd buy. I'm going to buy Luigi now instead. I remember as a kid buying all them Hot Wheels and stepping on and being pissed. Oh, I know. Your feet just took a beating, dude. The bottoms dude, of my feet. That and Legos. I have the word Hot Wheels reversed in the bottom of my foot. Some people have Andy. I have Hot Wheels from all the shit that <laughs> nice, I stepped nice. on when I was growing up. WWE. This one's kind of controversial. And that's how we're ending the show. Yeah. Ends Hulk Hogan's three-year Hall of Fame suspension. He's back in. We know what he did. We don't have to go over it of what he did to get it. Get that suspension, yeah. but I mean, they they kind of they. I think they did the right thing, letting him go. They kind of let things cool down, and I mean, when you think of wrestling, like Hulk Hogan is, he's in the conversation. So it, he is wrestling again. And I know Booker T kind of came to his defense, and he's he's a great guy, blah blah blah. And you know, we all say shit sometimes behind closed doors, and hey, we make mistakes. We are human. That's what we do. But I'm glad to see that he's back because I do love me some Hulk Hogan. Thank you to our patrons. Uh, the $5 level and up is Mike Forward, AF Log Dog, Bradley Epstein again, North Comics back from our top three. Hulk Hogan, help me. Jay Sanford, 9482, Rob Harding, thanks for letting us use your apartment to record a show. Uh, Sam Reimer, twitch.tv slash my knife, your life again for awesome Fortnite, PUBG, uh, State of Decay, whatever he wants to play action darren monroe thank you appreciate you elijah elliott thank you for the top three thomas chisholm thank you very much and our ten dollar patron uh you get one top three a month alan it's alan santos by the way the newest member of my fantasy football league (laughs) awesome so you got some time to think of a top three so make it good brother we got our pick of the week and then we're out of here for the 100th sign off i finally saw this film long time in the making for me super troopers (laughs) 2 Good if, for you. If you if you guys if you guys like the Broken Lizard crew, if you liked was it the Slam and Salmon, Super Troopers One, Beer Fest, <laughs> you're definitely gonna love this movie. The beginning was a nice little cameo, like Sean William Scott and Damon Wayans Jr. had a little part. I thought that was freaking hilarious. 
I mean, if you guys didn't like the first one, obviously don't see the second one. It's, it's like stupid, funny gags. I, I love this type of humor. I thought it was hilarious. The whole crew's back. And again, it made more money. Like it had a 13.5 million budget. It was uh, crowdfunded, stuff like that. And they put their own money. It made over 31 million. And there's the, and Jay Shakaba is, is a huge last name. It's like 20 letters. He said that there's still room for a potential sequel. So check it out. Wow. That's a lot to follow. Uh, I want to shamelessly plug our own podcast. Here. <laughs> My pick of the week is going to be all of our bonus episodes because we put our heart and soul into yeah. those. We put a lot of work into those. Um, countless numbers of emails yeah. countless number of preparation countless it's, it's not easy to get the guests any guest yeah. each one is challenging and and um to each one presents its own challenges from preparation to god damn if we say something wrong we're gonna have a pile of egg on our face to making sure that we humor them enough that they enjoyed themselves making sure to keep up relationship afterwards yeah. and just to and- uh just to first of all think of yeah. who the heck to get on the and show. A lot of these guys were people that we looked up to since we were kids. I would say ninety-five percent of the people we exactly. have on the show are people we proactively seek out to because we love their, their work. work. Yeah. Uh, whether that be in movies, TV, gaming, or music, the majority of our bonus episodes are in music. But like Sam and I never thought this would be a reality. And when this is all said and done, however many hundreds of episodes we do and however many bonus episodes we get to, uh, I'm going to recap them in my social media just because I need to yeah. have that there as a reminder every year on my yeah. Facebook memories. Again, there's the good There's that, the good thing about Facebook. Good. <laughs> and, and what's going to come up every year is a reminder that I got to interview the following people who have changed our lives, number one, and we feel so incredibly lucky yeah. to get to do this. But number two... Uh, to hopefully turn you all onto maybe some new artists, some new game, yeah. some new movie, a new television show. Get out of your circle, change it you up. You had never heard of before. And by the way, I take a lot of pride in every interview we've done. We've gotten something out of everyone, yeah. whether it be a laugh, a cry, yeah. or some breaking news. Yeah, we've definitely. done a, 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 a what I think is a, a really, really freaking good job. I, I don't think we could have done it better. <laughs> we did 27 yeah. interviews since August 5th of last year. It has not even been a year. Yeah. And we've done 27 interviews. That's one every other week. I mean, when we say like we have maybe like a double header or we did the one where it was three back to back, it doesn't sound like it's challenging, but it's exhausting. We got last week, we did a normal episode that went over two hours, episode 99. Then we interviewed Connecticut at 10 o'clock in the morning. Then we interviewed Phil Moore at 1130 in the morning. That went till one o'clock from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. All we did was talk. Yeah. That's really exhausting. My feet hurt. My voice is hoarse. We did Surgeonello. We did Beta Camp. We did, and yes, I'm going through every bonus episode we did, just in case you missed one and it catches your eye. We did Danny Stevens at the audition, and they're going in order. So you can see how the first one is from Surge to Beta Camp. Then our third one was Danny Stevens, which that's some dreams come true right there for your first three. Then Nigel Bach of the Bad Ben, not even trilogy now, from the four that he did with with, uh, the animated series Tom Riley, Paranormal Investigator, and a fifth Bad Ben just announced with the damn clown. Uh, Then Joe Rio of Hidden in Plain view which it's which was an amazing experience at, at the yeah. sterling pig brewery that was only our fifth interview yeah think about that that was december 26th 2018 has been flying. insane well 2018 has been an interesting year to say the least jonathan sheck from yep. that thing you do in day of the dead bloodline legend of tomorrow tommy siegel from jukebox the ghost dom maggi of vent and the lumberyard at his recording studio in 
fucking New Jersey that yep. we drove two hours we were to get to. 10 minutes to from the shore. Each way. We were, yeah, we were like 15 yeah. minutes from AC. Um, Ace Enders, Nick Bruzzesi, and Dom Maggi of the Lumberyard. That was within our first 10 bonus episodes. That's insane yeah, to me. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even have said that they were like the early because I don't remember. They are <laughs> one of the early ones, which is crazy. Then we interviewed May. Yeah. Right after the Lumberyard, we went to May. Holy yeah. smokes. Uh, then Grant Kirkhope joined us on the show via Skype from the Los Angeles. Then Will mm-hmm. Pugh of Cartel. Yep. Find out that he's related to Elvis. Elvis that was for gosh cool. sakes. Shane Henderson of Valencia and Promise of Redemption came on the show twice. Uh, twice. Yeah. One one of two times. Then we got uh, we got to interview the winner of ABC's Rising Star competition, Jesse Kinch. Then we got to yep. go live to the Foundry to interview JT yep. Woodruff of Hawthorne Heights and did a live interview with them. I met the band Heavy Things there, which has then gotten me my favorite yep. new artist of 2018, who we also interviewed, which yep. I'll get to in a minute. We interviewed the Inside. Who a Philadelphia band who recorded at the Lumberyard. We interviewed John DeCrosta, one of our favorite stand-up comedians of all time. Yep. We got to interview David Rosales, an Americana singer-songwriter who was touring the country with his acoustic guitar trying to make a name for himself. God bless that man. And his band man. of scoundrels. And the band of scoundrels. God bless that man. Then we interviewed Punchline, a band we've listened to for 15 mm-hmm. friggin' years, who those dudes shared that interview on every yeah. social media account awesome they dudes. have. It was incredible, which was one of our funniest interviews. We got to do a live event at Stone and Key Cellars Winery, which was incredible. Eight interviews in one. Hear Greg get drunk. <laughs> we interviewed Heavy Things, again, who had opened for uh, for Hawthorne Heights and who have been my favorite new yeah. band of this year. Uh, bonus episode, Robin Paris of The Room. Yeah. I got to interview one of the one of your favorite movies from yeah, The yeah. Room, one of my top three favorite movies of all time. That was a dream come true. Then we went to the offices of No Hope Records and interviewed Sean Dorsey, the one of the two owners yeah. of No Hope Records. And then Shane walks in and he joins the yeah. interview. So we had Shane on awesome. a second time. We got to do that. Then we interviewed The Worst Humans, which in our opinion is probably some of our best work because yeah. of some previous interviews Ian that they did. Guy. And he was a funny yeah. guy. Yeah. We got a lot out of him. Uh, then we had Phil Moore on last week. Then kind of. Then Connecticut yep. last week, and uh, also today we're about to go interview in 20 minutes. We have an interview, and I got to drink something. Uh, <laughs> Mick Waits of Four Horses Games, and we're going to talk about Miles and Kilo and Kid Trip and these games on the Switch that I've been gushing about for a long time. And that's all because of you and all for you. So thank you for tuning in for 100 plus episodes we cannot thank you enough it's been a pleasure for these first 100 and we're looking forward to doing hundreds more we appreciate you and we'll see you next week for episode 101 greg said it the best without you guys we have no show cheers
This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.